What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Uncomfortable Conversation, where we talk politics, race, religion, and everything else that makes you and your family uncomfortable. My name is Austin, also known as the White Guy, and joining me, as always, my co-host, Tobias. Hi, I'm Tobias, and I'm the Black Guy. Nice to see you again, guys, because we know you're back. That was way too serious way to be like, I'm the Black Guy. (laughs) Like, like, ain't no fucking joking matter, man. No, I'm the black guy. No, it's, I'm here. Okay. How you doing, man? <laughs> What's going on? So, I have some coffee here in our, in our vintage to UC mug. Um, and then we came in here, sat down, and right before we went live, I was, he just grabbed the bottle of Jack and took a shot. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm not going to do that. But I'll, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll make my coffee Irish. Right, right. And, uh, None of it mixed. It just sat on top. So every time I take a sip, I'm just getting basically straight whiskey. Love it. I love it. Ah, 10 a.m. whiskey. <laughs> what are we doing with our lives, man? <laughs> I don't know. It just seems like we live for the alcohol and the fun. And that's what I'm here for. I'm right with that. I'm here for, I'm that, for that, you know? Yep, I'm okay with that. What you been up to, man? Man, same old stuff. Just I got a different system in the warehouse now, and we're trying to get used to that. A different system. It's like a a way that we get our orders different from everybody else. So it's more uh, direct. Oh, and, full case? Yeah. Yep. And so. That was actually, I never ended up working on it, but that was something that we were discussing while I was still there. Yep. And they. We ended, we, I never ended up working on it because I was working on something else. Yeah, they finished it and it has a few bugs, but it's, it's pretty all right. That's usually it's, how it works. Yeah. Is it on the 400 or is it? No, so it's a it's like a totally different app. Okay, that was probably that wasn't the people I work with. Then. Steven, or not the guy I work with. Definitely Steven. Um, boo boo boo! Enough with work stuff. You know what? Yeah, because you know what? He texts me on Halloween. <laughs> He's at work all dressed up in his suspenders and slacks and shit. <laughs> I guess you went as a Poindexter or something. Yeah, Steve Urkel. Steve Urkel. Same yep. difference. Whatever. <laughs> And he texts me a picture. He's like, I'm living the life. <laughs> I text him a picture of me at the trampoline park with my son. I'm like, yeah, me too. Yeah, bro, that made me want to quit. I saw James <laughs> just on the trampoline. Like, he was so ready to go, he was, man. man. He was, he had a blast. Man, that's. I'm trying to bring up my show notes right now. Make sure I don't forget anything. Yeah. But you know what? I do want to talk about something. Okay. So over the weekend, well, not weekend, few weeks or whatever, I just went on this hiatus of rewatching all the Avengers. Right. So, Avengers Infinity War is my second favorite. Endgame is my favorite. I understand people like it's so put together because of the war and Infinity War, but Endgame kind of just brought everything to a close. I love that. Um, Another thing, I realized that Spider-Man will whoop Captain America and uh, Winter Soldier's ass any day. I stand on that. Yeah, but Captain America beat Spider-Man when they fought. You know that, right? I know. You remember he, that. I know, but he's still he was still a baby. I'm talking about at the end, like, mm. let's say Far From Home. Uh, no, not Far From Home. No Way Home. No Way Home. Yeah. I watched that last night, which was pretty good. Yeah. I don't, I don't know why, but when I was in the movies, I really judged the CGI on uh, Tobey Maguire. But when I rewatched it, it was flawless. Yeah, because I, I, I don't know why, but I thought, like, his stomach was kind of pushed in and his neck and the suit wasn't aligned correctly but i don't know maybe i was drinking alcohol that day i, I don't know because to watch a superhero movie can't <laughs> suspend belief for a little while but no uh, man everything it's I don't, I don't know i'm just ready for the next step you know the spider-man yeah. movies are very consistent we're gonna we're gonna be on the next movie is 
Wakanda forever, and yep. we're going to be on vacation. I'm not going to be able to watch it opening weekend. That is, it's one of one of maybe four Marvel movies that have come out so far that I did not watch on opening weekend. Really? Like, yeah, we're we're fucking on it usually. Yeah, I'm gonna <clears throat> do my best to go see it because you know, like I you told buy you, your tickets? Not yet. You better go ahead and buy them. I know they're already on sale. I don't know if they're on sale yet. Because I want to sit down and eat while I watch it. I want to order drinks. I want to go to like a studio movie grill where I can sit down and order my stuff because it's almost a three hour movie, you know. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to miss anything. Have they released the runtime yet? Do they? Do we know uh, I think it was like two forty one. Okay, yeah, sounds about right. So, yeah, but you know, yeah, enough about comic book characters. Yeah, the best Marvel movie is still the first Iron Man. But anyway, um, I won't debate you on that. I just don't because yeah, I'm a debater, and you know you'll lose. <laughs> that whether whether I'm right or wrong. He'll lose that debate. Look, and I will stay. I will be so wrong. I've been wrong. trained in the art of argumentation. <laughs> I will be so wrong and still say, no, you're wrong. Like, no. that's pretty much what debate is. <laughs> Even when you know you're wrong, but you I just will, stick I, to it. I won't bring any facts. I would just be like, no, you're stupid. Oh, no. If you, if you look at any of the actual, like, concrete quantitative facts. Mm-hmm. Then no, it's not even anywhere near the best. But it's, it, but it's so but just for me, for me yeah. personally, like, I just, that's still my favorite. For me, it's probably... First Iron Man, mm-hmm. then probably Civil War, then Endgame, then Infinity Civil War. Civil War was nice. But my favorite trilogy trilogy has to be the Spider-Man trilogy for me. See, Iron Man trilogy for me. Cause, I like the Iron Man trilogy. But Iron Man 1, great. Iron Man how far, 2. How far along are we in this? And we haven't. <laughs> hey, man. We're just talking <laughs> Marvel shit. Look, look, we're going to get this off and then we're done. There's people clicking on the video right now that saw the thumbnail of Kyrie Irving. They're like, cool, sports. And we're sitting here talking about fucking Marvel movies. All I'm saying is Iron Man 1, great. Iron Man 2, good to mid. Iron, <laughs> Iron Man, Man 2 3, is kind of meh just yeah. because it, they tried to set up a lot. They, it fell into the same problem that Justice League, or not Justice League, uh, Batman v Superman did. Yeah. Where we were just trying to set up too much at once. Yeah. Uh, but Iron Man 3 was oh, so good. Last statement, and I'll leave it. I wanted Pepper to be more of herself. So, you know, in, in Endgame, when she had the suit, and mm. she was with that little, you know. Rescue. Bro, she was badass in that suit. Yeah. Jeez, I wanted that more. Anyway, I'm done. Um, what's what next? What we drinking? Didn't Did you work. mess it up again? There it is. What happened? Our button didn't work. It's not my fault. When's the last time you actually did it right? When I, like, I say, what we drinking, and you, like. You fuck it up every time. When did I ever do it right? I don't think anyway, it's ever been a time. I've so did this it right. is not what we're drinking. <laughs> um, we take turns each episode to show up with some shit we've never tried before, and we try it here on live on stream for you. It was Tobias' so turn this time. I haven't seen it. I'm so excited because he's not got. expecting this. I've seen this crap before. You've had this before. I have not had that yeah. before. Here, I'll hand that one to you. And I'll <laughs> All right. This is going to be interesting. What you Smirnoff got? Off ice smash peach lemonade. <laughs> Never had it before in my life, but it sounds like something I might like. Hopefully. Um, not real, real big on peach, but I do like lemonade. I do like, you know, light. You know, crispy drinks. drinks and stuff. But you know why I got it, though? 
Like when we first started the what we drinking, it would always be a can. You always brought a can, mm-hmm. and it was a big can like this. That's yep. why I was like, you've had this before. No, but because I've had like the what is it? It's like the Ciroc something and the I don't know, spiked tea, iced tea, whatever, twisted tea. That's twisted tea, is. yeah. I know, yeah, I know you've had twi- you you brought twisted tea a couple times. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so. You want me to hold it right here so we can get the sound Please. bite? So we can get the sound bite? All right, everybody shut the fuck up. Oh, man. Like, we used to live <laughs> for that moment, Yes, that man. was that was it. <sighs> All right. My turn, my turn. All right, little little tip for you guys. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, they, all through high school, I don't know if you, you guys did it in high school. Uh, I don't know if you guys did it in high school when y'all were out partying and drinking. But what we used to do is we would play a game. What happened? He didn't get the same thing that I got. Yes, I did. (laughs) He got something different. I just realized that. You got just regular, like a screwdriver. You just got orange juice and vodka. First of all, it was in the same row, so they messed up. And they're about the same color, too. Yeah, mine's peach lemonade. His is just a regular screwdriver. His is just orange juice and vodka. Mine's peach lemonade vodka. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. I'm upset now. So, in high school, we used to play tab left. Did y'all ever play tab left, like at a party? No. Okay, so what you did is after you opened your beer, you turn your tab to the left. Mm -hmm. Okay. If you caught anybody whose tab was not turned to the left, and you called them out on it, they had to chug their beer. (laughs) So... I started turning mine to the right. Number one, everybody in the fucking room has their tab to the left. That's why I know which one is mine, because it's to the right. Number two, every time I was like, oh, oh tab left, you got to chug. I was like, fuck off. <laughs> Not doing it. Um, but, so that's why I turned to the right now. Let's see. You also notice I put a dent. Right. Right here. Okay. Like, here's the right in front of where. This guy's a professional. Okay. This way, your thumb fits right in there. Okay, so so if I'm not paying attention, I can't see. Lines right up. <laughs> I hate him. Lines right up. That way, you always get your get your your hand right because you know how sometimes you'll grab it, not paying attention, you'll be off just a little bit, and then and it'll then spill come to down the side. side. Yeah, never a problem if you go ahead and just throw that dent in there. Let's see, like, make sure it's right in front of the hole because you get the dent wrong, then you're that's what she's you're all messed up. Soundbite, right there. <laughs> anyway, I just took a sip, but I'll take another sip. Let's see what we got. What you think? It's not bad. Now, scale of one ten. I hope my goal. Well, never mind. What'd your you your goal is if you want to find something that'll get a ten because you've never heard yes. a ten out of me before. Yes. You're gonna be disappointed. In my score. Please don't. You're going to be disappointed. What is it? Six. No. The only reason I say that, I really like it. Okay. No. But remember, my criteria is it has to be seven or higher for me to buy it again. Okay. I don't so think I'd ever buy this again. Gotcha. I really like it, but I don't, it's not something that I would buy. <laughs> so that's why I'm giving it a six. Now, just on flavor, it's probably like a seven or an eight, but I have to rank it a six just because I'm never going to buy it. It don't even taste like orange juice. It's like... Yeah, mine neither. It's like orange soda <laughs> and um, vodka. So it's pretty good though. I have a screwdriver story. 
What happened? So you know screwdriver, vodka, and orange juice, right? Okay. When I was in high school, we went on a cruise. Mm-hmm. We went to Cozumel, Mexico. I've been there. Uh, yeah, the age, the, the, the drinking age down there is the height of the counter. If you're taller than the counter, you can drink. They don't give a shit down there. Um, so like my, my little brother at the time was like 14. He could go up there and order a drink. <laughs> they didn't give a shit. But anyway, um, at one of the bars, like we're on the beach, we're hanging out, whatever. At one of the bars, they were serving screwdrivers. Mm. And the way they were serving it was you went up and you'd order a screwdriver and they would hand you a cup, just an empty cup. Mm-hmm. And then over at the end of the bar, they had, you ever seen those like, Crystal deals, like people put like sweet tea in. Mm-hmm. They had one full of vodka and one full of orange juice. So you did your own. You made your own screwdriver. And uh, one of the one of the people we were on the cruise with, they would go order a screwdriver. They got their cup, and they would like fill it up with vodka, and then like just splash of <laughs> orange juice. That's the life. They got <laughs> they got fucked up like a one toed flip flop. Son, it was. It was bad. But anyway, yeah, that's good. I like it. Um, I'm never going to buy it again. I mean, if you buy it and bring it, I'll drink it. But <laughs> but it's not something that I would buy. Don't worry. I'm going to find right. something else. Yeah, so, you'll, you'll, you'll get there. You'll get a 10 out of me one day. One day. One day. Oh, I thought you were about to, like, give your review or something. Because oh, you were um, like, so. And then you just so, didn't say anything. Since it's not orange juice... It's like orange soda. I give it a. I don't. I can't give it an eight, but it's like the highest seven possible. It's like a seven. It's like a seven plus. So are you are you doing the same criteria as me? Like a seven or above, you would buy it again? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll buy this again. Seven point five. Yeah. <laughs> Especially like um, on a, on a Sunday, like football, like football all day. I would definitely buy that again. No man, you got to drink that. Uh, a Yingling Hershey's chocolate, never for football Sunday. Never, that would be the worst Sunday ever. I would be mad. So, I had two left after the stream. Took them both to my dad's house. That chocolate beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wasn't there yet. He was on his way home. But we went over there to pick up some of her Christmas decorations and shit. Which, by the way, she's not allowed to put up till after Thanksgiving. Thank you. We all we. I went ahead, dude. Yesterday Thank I you. took her and bought her a Christmas tree. I was like, I'll go ahead and buy. I don't give a shit. I'll go ahead and buy one. Cannot put it up till after Thanksgiving. They have commercials for Christmas already. No one first. There's a lot of people already like, like the day after Halloween, Christmas shit goes up. It's ridiculous. I hate them. Don't forget Turkey Day. Never. I don't even like Turkey Day. That's my birthday. But don't forget Turkey Day. My birthday is on Thanksgiving this year. <clears throat> really? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gonna eat a lot. We're gonna have to have a wild Thanksgiving stream or something. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but anyway, I took it over there. He showed up. I put him in in his fridge. He showed up. We was hanging out a little bit. We each drank like a Michelob Ultra. Mm-hmm. And then I went to the fridge. And I only grabbed one. I grabbed one of the Hershey's. Because I spent real money on it, so I'm going to finish it. Right. As much as I don't like it, I'm going to finish it. And so I get it, and I open it. Sitting there drinking it. And he looks over, and he goes, mm. <laughs> like Because I had already told him about it and how nasty it was. He was like, no. He's like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so I'm sitting there drinking or whatever, and he was like, <laughs> He's like, come on. So I handed it to him. First time I've ever seen this man do this. He took a sip. 
spit it out. <laughs> Never seen him spit out alcohol in my life. I've seen him drink shit that made him go cross-eyed and he didn't spit it out. This shit, he was like, oh, oh, oh. No, it's it horrible, man. I, I, look, I finished it. Like I said, I would. Never going to buy it again, though. What did I rank it? What did I give that? Like a two or three or some shit? Oh, like it, was, no, it was like low, low. It was bad. Anyway, do you have anything else to say about our drinks before we get into some housekeeping? No. <clears throat> All right. So, housekeeping for you guys. If you want to be part of the show, be sure to send your questions, comments, or topics of discussion to us through any of our social medias or get in a YouTube comment. Um, we answer those questions exclusively right here on YouTube after the show. Uh, we're not doing mailbag gotcha. after the show today. Uh, we both have places to be, people to see, shit to do after the show. So we're not going to do mailbag this week or this episode, but still send us your questions so we can answer them on a future episode. If you don't want to watch us talk about this shit and talk about fucking Marvel movies and Smirnoff, but you want to listen to it, we do have a podcast. Make sure you go find us, The Uncomfortable Conversation, on any of your podcast platforms of choice. Uh, that really helps out the show if y'all go listen to that. Just put it on the background. Turn it on, go do chores and shit, whatever. It's fine. Uh, and don't forget, Uncomfort Pod. Mm. I always mess up that word. Uncomfort Pod mm-hmm. Mark Zero merch is up right now on our Stream Element store. Just link in the description down below that. Is it's only available through the end of the year. Yep. We're getting close. Getting very so all close. you motherfuckers that said y'all wanted merch and we got it ready we for got you. Got it for you. Go yeah. get it. Talking <laughs> out of your ass saying you want merch and then you won't go buy some freaking merch. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But yeah, that's only available through the end of the year. Uh kind of like this is no longer available. It's all limited edition shit, man. It's good stuff, man. We should sign this mug and send it to somebody. <laughs> Wait, that exact mug? Yeah, fuck it, why not? <laughs> this is the mug they actually drank out of on stream. Wait, can I give a shout out? You can do whatever you want, dude. I don't give a shit. Hey, Glenn. Miss you, guy. I know you're listening. Is I know you're listening. I haven't yeah. talked to him forever. I, uh, I sent him the stream sometime uh, last week. <clears throat> he, he watched the whole thing. Really? Yeah. Just sent him the stream this week? No. What the fuck are you doing, man? See, that's my problem. See, I'm not consistent. <laughs> you know, He's let me not. get on it. He's not. But anyway, uh, yeah, okay. That, I had one more thing of housekeeping that I didn't put in my notes here. Um, we are taking two weeks off yep. to get back on our normal schedule because normally we would do a show last week and then we'd do a show next week and we would skip this week. But we decided to double up, go this week, and then we're taking two weeks off to get back on our normal schedule. So I'm so sorry. We're not going to be here for a while. Hopefully, if I get some fucking opportunities and some chances, I can actually start uploading like some shorts or something to keep mm-hmm. keep the YouTube algorithm gods happy. But we'll see. Kind of like a vacation, but it's I don't know. It's a good vacation. We miss you guys. We're gonna miss you guys. We love. I you. don't know. I'm. I'm it's gonna be a good vacation because I'm going up to Illinois to see my father in law. Mm-hmm. But it's also gonna be a bad vacation because I'm going up to Illinois. What is it they say? It's colder than a witch's titty and a brass bar on the shady side of an iceberg up here. <laughs> so you don't like the cold weather? No. I don't like the really hot weather either. So you I'm, like, hard, I'm hard to please when it comes to the so Mother like Nature. California weather. Which, I don't know, I've never been to California. We've talked about this. Damn, I forgot. You don't go yeah. anywhere. But you've been to Cozumel, so that counts. I have been to Cozumel. So hey, he's been somewhere. It's hot as fucking Cozumel. <laughs> it is. And like, so you was on a cruise ship, right? For part of it, yeah. 
So when you got off the cruise ship, did you see like the plethora of alcohol? They just opened up like, hey. No, no. It was a uh, really didn't see any alcohol in two weeks. So we got off the ship and then got on like a little bus that no. took us to the beach that was having the the party. Um, no, there was man. one cruise we went to Cozumel and then we went to Progreso where they do the Corona beach party. So I got to participate in the Corona beach party, which let me tell you something. You're not missing much if you've never been. Let me tell you something. But Look, no, I, the, when we first got off the boat, mm-hmm. the plethora of shit there was all like people trying to sell you shit. So you didn't see <clears> any alcohol? No, I saw some, Bro. but it wasn't just a ton of alcohol. Like it was t- like dudes sitting there like <laughs> painting porcelain tiles with their fingers. Like you want to buy this? You want to buy this? Which I sat there and watched him. Paint one of them, we and then got I bought off. that one that he painted. <laughs> I saw a mermaid, then I saw alcohol kind of lined up. I saw alcohol taller than a 10-year-old. Like, it was there. Like, it was up there. And I was like, mm. Like, it was stacked, or it was like one bottle? One bottle. Damn. Tall as shit. I'm like, how much is that bottle? More than you got. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if I can carry that bitch. <laughs> like, all right, cool, I got my alcohol. <laughs> All right. Oh man. Anything else you gotta say to the kids before we get into the news? What they came here for? What the thumbnail showed them? No. Then let's get uncomfortable. First news story today, Kyrie Irving was suspended by the Nets. Yep. We're probably gonna spend most of our time on this story. Yep, which is I've ridiculous. Got a, I've got a lot to say about this. Can you go first? I don't really give a shit. Yeah. I usually go first because I read from my notes. <laughs> All right, so the Brooklyn Nets have, and by the way, I made these notes yesterday. I know they've, some things have changed between yesterday and today, but most of this is still relevant. The Brooklyn Nets have suspended Kyrie Irving five games without pay. The team announced Thursday after a turbulent week in which the All-Star posted a link to an anti-Semitic video on Twitter and declined to apologize, which, by the way, he has apologized now. They forced him to. Kind of a half-assed apology, but it's apology nonetheless. After reportedly spending the last several days trying to help Irving understand the film contained, quote, deeply disturbing anti-Semitic hate, I did that like I don't believe it. I'm sure this had that. I was just saying in quotes. I don't want people coming at me. <laughs> like, but it did have hate in it. Okay, I, get, I know, I know. Um, the Nets said they were dismayed Irving had failed to say he holds no anti-Semitic beliefs. When asked on Thursday, and such a failure made him unfit to be associated with the organization. Uh, which, if he's unfit to be associated with the organization, I feel like they'd just cut him and not just suspend him until he apologized. Uh, Irving will reportedly be suspended until he satisfies a series of objective remedial measures that address the harmful impact impact of his conduct. And they released a statement See, I'm prepared, man. Oh, let's do this one. No, not that one. There it is. Hey! That way y'all can see us. (laughs) So, I can kind of see that. Let's read it. Over the last several days, we have... This is from the Brooklyn Nets, by the way. Over the last several days, we have made repeated attempts to work with Kyrie Irving to help him understand the harm and danger of his words and actions, which began with him publicizing a film containing deeply disturbing anti-Semitic hate. We believe that taking that taking the path of education in this challenging situation would be the right one and thought that we had made progress in our joint commitment to eradicating hate and intolerance. Uh, let me get my mouse out of the way. 
We were dismayed today when given the opportunity in a media session that Kyrie Irving refused to unequivocally say he has no anti-Semitic beliefs nor acknowledge specific hateful material in the film. This was not the first time he had the opportunity but failed to clarify. Such failure to disavow anti-Semitism when given a clear opportunity to do so is deeply disturbing, is against the values of our organization, and constitutes conduct detrimental to the team. Accordingly, we are of the view that he is currently unfit to be associated with the Brooklyn Nets. We have decided that Kyrie will serve a suspension without pay until he satisfies a series of objective remedial measures that address the harmful impact of his conduct, and the suspension period served is no less than five games. You look like you're fucking you're stewing over there, man. Because so this is I'll get more into it after you go. Okay. But basically <clears throat> people label what he was thinking when he posted it. You know, you don't so <clears throat> when we when we post things, you know, most people think we're agreeing with what's going on or we're in support of it. But Kyrie wasn't in, in exactly in support of the video. Right. You know, Kyrie Evans is the type of person where everything he does, it makes you think because he's not straightforward with anything. He's a very critical thinker. Okay. He, did he, did you see, I mean, it's been deleted now, but did you see the post whenever he posted it? Yes. Okay. See, I didn't. Did yes. he actually like say anything or did he just post a link? I think it was just a link. Yeah. It was just a link. And so, <laughs> and so people just decided they, they knew what he was thinking. Exactly. So, yeah. Example, um, if I, example, so if I, if I post a picture of, I don't know, people killing lions or something like that, you know, in this situation, they're saying, oh, Tobias supports poaching that he supports people killing, uh, yeah, endangered poaching animals. lions and shit. Yeah. But what if I'm saying, well, I don't support this. This is yeah. wrong. Like I'm showing yeah. you what shouldn't be happening. <clears throat> right. So, Which I don't think was Kyrie's intent, right? At all, he wasn't. He wasn't trying to say, "Oh, this is a good video. Go check this out." No, no, no. I don't think he was trying to say this is horrible. People need to know about it. I don't think he was trying to say that. I think he, I think he was just trying to make people aware, and I and it's and it's crazy because anyway, yeah. Uh, Kyrie's seen, the type of person that he doesn't make it easy for you to understand him. You ever seen Blazing Saddles? Yes, long time ago. Oh my god, it's funny movie, good movie. Yeah, right. A lot of racist shit in that movie. Yep. Okay. If I posted a link to Blazing Saddles, you think people would call me racist? No, I don't think they should. That's the same thing about. Because here's the thing: that movie is filled with racist shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's still a good movie. Right. It's still a funny movie. No, see, it's like so. I mean, we my, focus on the negative. Well, so much. my point is, he could have watched this documentary. Fully understand that it's got some bad shit in it, mm-hmm. but can still appreciate that maybe it's just a well put together documentary. Maybe it's still a good documentary, like as far as entertainment value and watching it and everything. It's it's edited well, it's directed well, and everything. Uh, That's what. Well, look, I've watched some documentaries on some shit I don't agree mm-hmm. with. I still enjoyed it. It was still good. Yeah, a good viewing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like just because. You like something does not mean you agree with everything in it. Right. <clears throat> no, I I don't think for me in my stance, I believe Kyrie was just making this aware that hey, y'all got this movie think out so? here. 
you know, y- y'all have this movie out here, I think, by Amazon. I think it's on Amazon. Yeah, it's on Amazon, yeah. Yeah, like, y'all have this movie out here, and so, like, this is okay, you know? Like, this is what you guys think is okay. That's where I am. Mm-hmm. Because we've talked about Kyrie before. He's always against the grain. He's always, like, the person that, no matter what, <clears throat> it's going to be questioned. With the COVID thing, with the vaccine thing, yep. with him playing with him, the earth is flat. Everything Kyrie does, it he has He said to, the earth is flat? Yes. Man, that's a dumb motherfucker. <laughs> oh, my God. And but and the thing is, with Kyrie Irving's thinking, like, he he thinks above and beyond, like, it, let me say it like this. Either he's a fucking genius or he's an idiot. He's not nowhere in between. You might as well put the pinky finger down. <laughs> he's nowhere in between. There's there ain't a genius alive that thinks the world is flat. So... But go ahead. He just he just, he just think he he turns west and goes. Eventually, he's just gonna fall off the edge or some shit. I don't I don't Guess know. Guess what, Kyrie? You are gonna Bro, end up right back where you are eventually. And, and someone so stupid tried to say, yeah, you guys don't pay attention." You ever seen the La- Avatar: Last Airbender, the uh, cartoon? Mm-hmm. So I the, didn't I didn't like watch it all in in order, and you know, there's a lot of it I haven't seen, but I've seen a pretty bit of it. Like the last set, like second to the last or the last episode. Aang was doing something with the water and like it gave an overview of the world, right? Mm. But it was flat. And so everybody's just reacting like, y'all don't pay attention. Even they say it, the world is flat. Are y'all serious? Yeah, it's guess a what? fucking cartoon. Go go roll out a map of the world. The map is flat. Doesn't mean <laughs> the world is flat. But yeah. But but why would they ever say the four corners of the world? Because people were stupid back then. I hate I hate people that think I want to talk about this later, but I hate people that that just, change. Just write it down for Tobias's thoughts. Right, I'm coming back to you, motherfucker. <laughs> I hate people that who, who think that everything that we know may be wrong. They want to question everything. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. A lot of what we know, or a lot of what we think we know, might be wrong. It might be wrong. It might but, be. But don't don't. But there's a lot of people that come up with. Uh, scenarios that may fit it, but you don't have anything to back it up. Well, there's there's a lot of people that come up with conspiracy theory shit mm-hmm. with no supporting evidence whatsoever. Nope. Just because they want to be different, they want to believe something different than what's been proven to be true or whatever. And Kyrie Irving is one of those people. So they'll just come up with whatever. Like he's. I a, had an interaction strong... with one of those people this week. Wait, I want to know this. What happened? And I looked at, it was a friend of ours. And after this person said what they said, I looked at my dad. I was like, where the fuck did they get their information? <laughs> he was like, I don't know, dude. You just can't, just don't, just ignore it. <laughs> so this person believes, the hell, they may be watching. That's fine, whatever. I'm not saying your name, so shut up. <laughs> well, damn. This person believes that... Was it? It was Disney and one other big company, McDonald's. Disney and McDonald's are in cahoots as part of a like child sex trafficking ring. Apparently, this person watched a documentary on that. Number one, no, you didn't. Not on any like respectable platform, anyway. Unless you found some weird video buried deep in YouTube somewhere. How would that work? 
First of all, I wouldn't. <laughs> but when I called this person out on it and I was like, what are you talking about? They looked at me and they were like, are you serious? Like, Austin, you're the person that always digs deep and gets the information and does your research. How do you not know this? I was like, because I know what fucking stupid shit to ignore <laughs> when I'm doing my research. That's why. Um, <clears throat> I love this person, by the way. Yeah. Like, they said some stupid, crazy shit, and I'm still friends with this person. I still like this person. Like, this, this is, it, was, it was a perfect example of what this show stands for. Like, it's okay to disagree. We can still get along. Like, this person said all that stupid shit, and we disagreed on it. And then we kept drinking our beers and hanging out. Right. And everything was fine. Right. <laughs> right. It's okay. But, but these people yeah, are not doing this. wild. These people are not doing this because they're suspended. And I don't like the stipulations they gave Kyrie. I think it's crazy because, okay, so what happened was when Kyrie made this post, uh, the owner, they're trying to convince him to apologize. <clears throat> but in Kyrie, Kyrie Irving's mind, he didn't do anything wrong. And he's very stubborn. He's very he stubborn. Right. Like, he doesn't care if he doesn't play another lick of basketball. He's going to stay. Listen, listen, listen. Here's the thing. <laughs> if I'm paid millions of dollars to play a game, you can bet your ass <laughs> that for the first, like, at least the first season, mm-hmm. I'm still going to live like a poor guy. Okay. I'm still going to live like I'm poor. A lot of that money is going to be invested and saved and everything. Right. So if something happens, like, Oh, I don't know. My organization is trying to force me to apologize for some shit I don't think I should apologize for, and I never play another second of the sport. Fuck, I got my money. I don't give a shit. Right. <laughs> and he and he didn't care. Like he's always been on that stance. Like he never got the vaccine, even when they the whole league forced him to get the vaccine. He never got it. He never Again, got that's it. Fine. That's fine. That we've talked about it before. Mm-hmm. Every person has the right to refuse something going into their body yep. and every privately owned business mm-hmm. has the right to tell you if you don't do this you're fired and this was the this this was both of those entities mm-hmm. in one in one and neither one of them are wrong in my opinion i agree yeah you know but you know for for this back to Kyrie Irving man he's just always against the grain but you I, know, I've, a lot of my notes here, we're already we're covering already. Oh my bad. I just feel like they're <clears throat> pushing an issue that's wrong. I, I, I'm on Kyrie's side this time. I'm on Kyrie's side, side you know. for sure. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. So Irving had. By the way, I still haven't bought a printer yet. If you <laughs> tuned in last episode, you know why I'm reading the shit <laughs> off my phone. Uh, Irving has been under fire since last week when he tweeted a link to a documentary on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Containing a number of anti-Semitic conspiracy theories and falsehoods, including a fabricated quote from Adolf Hitler. The tweet has since been deleted, but the aftermath has remained messy for the Nets. Irving spent days disregarding criticism and insisting he's not an anti-Semite. First with a tweet claiming he was an omnist. What is an omnist? Look it up while I'm reading. Gotcha. And having meant no disrespect when or no disrespect then in a combative news conference in which he claimed tweeting the video wasn't akin to promoting or endorsing it. Correct. Irving finally accepted some culpability on Wednesday when the Nets released a statement alongside the Anti-Defamation League, quoting him as saying he took responsibility for the negative impact of his post on the Jewish community 
and saying he didn't believe everything in the documentary to be true. Which is, like I said earlier, you can enjoy a piece of media and not agree with everything in that media. What are you staring at? I'm trying to see how you spelled that word. O-M-N. Oh, here. Right. Because I typed it in. and just Let me zoom word. in for him. Let me zoom in for him. He's, he's, Thank he's you. getting old. Oh, right there. Omnist. O-M-N-I-S-T. <clears throat> but it's like I said earlier. Like, you can enjoy something, whether it be a movie, a TV show, a book, a fucking YouTube video. It doesn't matter. You can enjoy something and not, you know, 100% agree with everything in that something. Like, it's okay. Yeah, it's just someone who respects our religion. That's what he said. Basically. The last little media shitstorm when mm-hmm. he was sitting there and everybody was asking him a question. Did you watch that? Uh, when he was in front of all those reporters? I, like, not a press conference. He was just, like, standing there and they were all surrounding him. Oh, no, 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 no. So, <clears throat> they kept trying to ask him pretty much the same questions over and over again. So, he just kept giving them the same answers right. over and over again. Because um, he was getting annoyed, man. But they were like, they asked him, they said, are you an anti-Semite? Yes or no? He just goes, I can't be an anti-Semite if I know where I come from. Right. And they were like, well, I think the fans, they they, they want to hear like a yes or no. And he was like, can't be an anti-Semite if I know where I come from. He I'm just kept you, saying that over and over again. He's against the grain. Yeah. And the thing is, so why would he have but to that apologize? Or why would he have Friday. to prove to you? Whenever that happened, Friday or Thursday, whenever that happened. So that was after, well, after all this shit. Like, why would I have to prove to you what's already, you know, like, I'm not a bad guy. Why would I got to prove to you that I'm not a bad guy? It's kind of, hmm, back to Marvel. It's like uh, back <laughs> when um, when Spider-Man, like, J. Jonah Jameson is painting him as this bad picture. And Peter never went out to prove that he's not a bad guy. Well, he did, but he did it by doing what he always does. He just right helped people. And so, like, like when um, what's his name? When and just when and just like on J- with J. Jonah Jameson, mm-hmm. always spouting this conspiracy theory bullshit yep. about Spider Man being in cahoots with the villains, right? And Spider Man doing the shit for his own self interest and his own gain or whatever. Most people didn't believe it. There's always a group of people that are going to buy into all that shit. Welcome to MAGA. And it's but it's ridiculous because like because he told MJ hey like I'm gonna stay here fix this so they won't say I did anything. No one knew that he fixed it. He didn't do it for you know recognition. He's just doing it because it's him. And Kyrie Irving like when he does things, he does it because it's just him. He's not doing it to piss people off. He may be trying to piss people off. Won't lie because the stuff he's been saying. Here's it. You talking about J. Jonah Jameson? No, it's my Spider Man. Like when Spider when Spider Man like. When he fixes, like, in the last movie, he fixed, like, all those um, electrical, whatever, the shit. When the shocker, not shocker. Electro. Electro destroyed all that shit. Like, he stayed there to fix everything, and he said, I'm going to stay here to make sure everything's, you know, they they won't blame me for it. And he stayed until the next morning. So it's like he's doing the things. So why would he have to go and prove? Why would Kyrie Irving have to prove that I'm not a bad guy? You just don't understand me. If yeah. you misunderstand me, that's your fault. It's not mine. I don't yeah. have to prove to you that exactly. I'm just not this the bad is, guy. This, I think this is what this all boils down to. 
breaking news in mm. all capital letters because that's what they <laughs> fucking do on Twitter all the time. I think I'm going to start doing that on our twi- on our Twitter. <laughs> I'm going to tweet constantly. Every tweet is going to be the beginning of every tweet is going to be breaking news in capital letters. <laughs> and I'm just going to tweet some bullshit that everybody already fucking knows. I see that shit all the time. It's like breaking news. This just happened. I'm like, did that happen yesterday? What the fuck are you talking about? Anyway, um, when Kanye did all his anti-Semitic shit, <clears throat> that put everyone on alert mm-hmm. for anti-Semitic like rhetoric and all that kind of stuff, and people started looking for shit. Mm-hmm. And so then Kyrie tweeted a link to this documentary. And everybody fucking jumped on it because that's what they're fucking ready for. That's what they're geared up for. They want a story. If that, I think if the shit with Kanye didn't happen, we wouldn't be talking about this right now. Yeah. People fucking thrive on drama mm-hmm. and conflict. And so they, they got fucking amped up on anti-Jewish shit and pounced on everything they saw. Yep. I think that's exactly what happened. So read some more of my notes here. I got a lot of notes on this one. Uh, the club likely hoped Wednesday's measures would be the end of the firestorm, <clears throat> but several observers noted Irving never actually apologized in the statement. Nope. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, then a subsequent meeting with reporters on Thursday went even worse. That's the, the one I was talking about on Thursday. Asked if he would apologize, Irving deflected. When asked if he held anti Semitic beliefs as a yes or no question, Irving responded, I cannot be anti Semitic. If I know where I come from, echoing the ahistorical black Hebrew Israelite movement put forward in the documentary, which claims black people to be the true descendants of ancient Israelites and modern Jews to have stolen their heritage from them. That's a bunch of bullshit, first of all. Yeah. Um, but like you said, Kyrie Irving is always going against the grain and wanting to rub people. I promise you. And so him saying that. Knowing full well it's in the documentary. I can, I can give you five quotes that he said that. Oh, do, you, do you have them right now? No, I can just name them off the top of my head because okay, I know Kyrie. We'll so, count them. We'll count them with you. Number one. One, um, it was a quote when he said, now I have someone that can actually close games because he was with LeBron James for a long time and they won some championships. Then he went to Kevin Durant. That rubbed LeBron James <clears> and the whole organization because of, people thought they were close. <clears> Second, when he went two. to the Nets, he said, we don't need a coach. What players say we don't need a coach? Three, he said, three. he said the vaccine is not real. It's just something to control you, whatever, Kyrie. Four, the earth is flat. <laughs> five. I can't be anti-Semitic <laughs> if I know where I come from. Exactly. There's number five. But, I mean, I totally get that because for him to, with the Israelite belief, you know, because... He, he's a God-fearing man. You know, he believes everything that, you know, as far as his culture and his mm-hmm. African, African-Americanism, um, that he believes that, you know, I can't hate on other religions when my religion is, like, the most broad, is the most famous that everyone judges, well, you know? It's like, how can think, I judge someone else when I'm always being judged? Because apparently he says, I can, so he says, I cannot be anti-Semitic if I know where I come from. Mm-hmm. Do you think, because I, I, I can read this two different ways, and I'm not real sure which way he means okay. to go. So, number one, the first one that comes to mind is he's saying, I cannot be anti-Semitic if I know where I come from, because he knows that Jewish people historically 
have been slaves mm-hmm. and forced into servitude. And especially here in America, there's a history of that with black people as well. Yeah. They were forced into slavery. So he's saying, look, my people, my history, my lineage comes from slavery. So I can't hate on Jewish people because I kind of know where they're coming from, right? Or is he echoing what is in this documentary saying, I can't be anti-Semitic if I know where I come from because as a black person, I am the true Jewish person. Other Jewish people are stealing my heritage, but I am the actual descendant of the Israelites. You might, it might be both, bro. You might, you might be both, like right with both of them. Yeah. Because that's, that's just how he thinks. He thinks of everything. Like he's very, very direct and very like, abstract when he thinks you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. because kyrie Irving, like every every time there's an issue that goes on in the world he's second guessing it because he wants to make sure that i'm you know i'm doing everything i can to protect myself right that's how he thinks but i hate it because like he's always in the media and i think this is like the one time he's in the media and it's really not his fault um the one time it's not his fault. Yeah. Yeah, the one like, time. It's usually always his fault. Right. Because the vaccine thing, his fault. Full Earth is flat, his fault. Him talking about his players and him his doing all this and thing. All that shit. Yeah, yeah. That, that's his fault, you know? <clears throat> but. Did, and I'm not a big basketball fan. I don't follow the NBA mm-hmm. nearly as much as I follow, like, the NFL and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm a Spurs fan. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I couldn't tell you the last time they won anything. Really, ask I, me, bro. I, I got you. Yeah, but anyway, um, did we did did was there ever like this weird conspiracy theory shit with him when he was with Cleveland, no. or is it like kind of just now coming out now that he's with the Nets? Like it all kind of started when he went to Brooklyn. So with the Cavaliers, I don't think it was anything. Like, as far as conspiracy, like, he wanted to get on his own, you know, to to establish himself as his own leader. So he went to Boston. But, like, in Boston, like, the end of his Boston tenure, Mm -hmm. that's when, like, the earth is flat type stuff. And I think... Because I I wonder, because I heard something on one of the ESPN shows. I don't know which one it was. I don't think it was First Take, because I hate that show. I just hate Stephen A. Smith. I hate him because he's a cowboy hater. I'm a cowboy fan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I know why you hate him. Uh, I hate him because he just doesn't seem genuine. Bro, I, he doesn't seem genuine in 99% of what he says. I'm and what sorry. He does, I have to go here. He okay. pissed every time we loses. He's like, yep, told you. Like, <laughs> he's throwing a part. He got the, yeah, I told you, cowboy. Like, <laughs> it pisses me off because I'm already sad about the loss. Well, one thing that pisses me off. Mm-hmm. And you see this through a different lens than I do because you're a black man. I'm a white man. Mm-hmm. So maybe you can tell me if you think I'm wrong or whatever. Go ahead. I feel like if 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 something happens with a player or a team that has to do with race, he goes way too hard on it, acting, you know, like – it's the biggest deal in the world. But even if something happens that doesn't necessarily have to do with race, that's where he goes a lot of the time. And that shit just rubs me the wrong way. Like there are instances where shit happens in professional sports that absolutely has to do about race. 
and it should be talked about. Mm -hmm. But there are also instances where I don't think race had anything to do with what happened, but that's where Stephen A. Smith takes it. And that shit just bugs me. So now you can, yeah, yeah. You're you you see it a different way than I do. I'm sure you are not the first to say that. Okay, um, there have been professional football players and basketball players and analysts to call him out on that, right? Because like when it comes to these <clears throat> things, as far as defending um, his race, he's not really there all the time. You know, he's not that person to stand in the forefront and mm-hmm. and try to help or defend. So Shannon Sharp, he always give it very objective. You know, Shannon Sharp never. Shannon Sharp's never done anything with Stephen A. Smith, right? No, 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 no. He's I'm with. Just, he's I'm on just, that new show with with Skip, Skip Bayless. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, so he'll he will say how he feels, and he'll give the race part of it of how he feels, but then right. he will like enlighten it, like get this man help, or you know. Like something to enlighten or to help the situation. All right, let's talk about that. Let me ask you. Because, bro, question. I was going to go in. Let me ask you another question. All this right. thing got shit to do with Kyrie or what's going on there. Okay. How do you feel? As a matter of fact, hang on. I'm going to put the camera on you because this may be. I think I've asked you this before. I may All have right. even asked you this on a show before. You ready? <laughs> let's go. How do you feel about the N-word? Um, so I'm okay with the N-word. I don't, I'm not against the N-word. It just. For me, I have to be in a comfortable setting with who I'm using it with. I don't always say the N-word. Okay. Or do you believe the N-word belongs to black people? I. You believe it's one of those things, if a black person says it, whatever, it's fine. We own that shit anyway. But if a white person says it, they're automatically racist. No. I definitely disagree with that. Okay. So the reason I asked you that, is kind of the the straw that broke the camel's back for me as far as Stephen A. Smith goes, is there was, it was years and years and years ago, there was some mics, you know, some some hot mics during a football game, an NFL football game, where I think it was probably a a black cornerback and a black wide receiver after a play kind of got into it, yelling at each other, and they both called each other the Mm N-word. And it became this big deal. Um. Because it was caught on the mic. Because I guarantee you that shit happens from the from the fucking coin toss to the end of the game we're leaving between people on the field. Guarantee it. But anyway, um, <clears throat> I was watching, and this was back when Skip was still on there with Stephen A. Smith. Skip Bayless was saying, you know, they shouldn't be doing that because these are hot mics. There are young, impressionable people that mm-hmm. look up to NFL players that watch these games, and they don't need to be exposed to that. And you need to be, you know, as difficult as it might be, you need to be aware and conscious of what you're doing when you're out there on the field because there are people watching you. There are young people watching you. So Stephen A. Smith took, took the, oh, I don't care as long as a white person's not doing it because this is our word. We can use it if we want to. And that was kind of like a, for me, it was just like, man, that like, that's such a, in my opinion, that's such an immature take on it. Only because you have to understand if you feel so uncomfortable with someone of a different race saying it, like there's other people with the same, that can have the same intent. They Mm -hmm. might be your same skin color, 
but they might have the same intent. They may still be saying it in a derogatory way. Exactly. But because they're the same skin color as you, you you think there's no way they could say it that way. And for me, <clears throat> this is just how I feel. Okay. Most people might disagree. Whenever Skip Bayless is talking about something dealing with race, I'm 95% on his side. Really? 95%. He always strikes, and, and you've probably heard him talk about race way more than I have because I don't hardly ever watch. I, really, the only thing on ESPN I watch is Monday Night Football and Sports Center. Mm-hmm. That's really all I ever end up watching. But <clears throat> he always, every time I had seen him talk about anything having to do with race, he always seemed like he was like, drop it, quit talking about it, move on. Like, well, this, like those guys using the N word at each other, mm-hmm. he was like, stop doing that shit. It right. causes more harm than good. Move the fuck on. Right. So when, <clears throat> when it comes to that, he, he tends to go in sometimes, but he'll say his point and let it go. Yeah. Like with, uh, on undisputed with Shannon Sharp, he will let, like you do with me, he will let Shannon go on this tangent, yeah. let him do whatever. He'll say his thing. And the thing is people don't understand. Skip is a, firm believer in the black community. He was raised by a black woman. Mm-hmm. People don't know that. I think I remember that. Yeah. He I, was, remember, I remember him saying that on a show one He time. was raised by a black woman. Now, was he... Like, was he when, and I could be... I'm probably wrong. Wasn't it like a housekeeper or a maid or something that his family had that was black, but she was like the main point of his upbringing? She was the one taking care of him the most? I can't really <clears throat> or did, say or for what, sure. Or did he I, have like an actual like black stepmom? I think like she was his mom, okay. like no one else was there but her. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah, I get yeah. that, but I'm saying, was it like a housekeeper because his parents um, were just never around, or was it like his actual like stepmom? I think it was the actual stepmom. Okay, something okay. like that. I, I'm gonna go do some research, make sure I'm right. I'm not. I'm gonna leave that up to you. <laughs> you do the research. Yeah, I'm not gonna do the research. But back to this Kyrie Irving situation, man. Yeah. Like when it comes to this race thing, we tend to paint a picture because we're always like we're trying to get away from racism, even though. It's always going to be around, but for y'all to paint this black man as trying to be a racist or trying to judge other people about religion, like that's, I, I hate it. And here's, here's, I know there's people that are going to take one side and there's people who are going to take another mm-hmm. side on this question. Is Judaism a race? No, I thought Judaism was a religion. That's what I thought. Yeah. But every time somebody says something against Jewish people, they're like they say or do something anti-Semitic, they're accused of being racist. I mean, I know this is not me saying Jews not a race. This is me straight up like, what the fuck is it? Like, no, I, Jews come Jew, from ignorance. Being Jewish is a race, but when you say Judaism, that's a religion. Okay, that's what I meant. Jewish, not Judaism. Never mind. Oh yeah, Jewish yeah. is a race. Okay, yeah. it is separate from like. So let me look it up. Because when I think of race, I think, you know, the proper terms are you got Caucasian, Asian. So Judaism uh, is the oldest uh, monastic religion. Now, if we look look, mm -hmm. yeah. So Jews. I've I've never viewed Jewish people as a separate race of people. Jewish people are. Maybe that's because I'm thinking of the religion. It's a nation from Israelites and Hebrews of historical Israel and Judah. So it's so people, it's not a race; it's a nationality. Basically, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So, but but so, I was trying to separate the religion from the people part. So it's not a religion. Well, it, it is a religion, but it's <clears throat> it's 
Well, I know it's a religion. Explain I know it. it's a religion. Judaism is a religion. Right. I know that. Right. And there's white people that practice Judaism. There's mm-hmm. black people that practice Judaism. There's probably Latinos and Asian people that practice Judaism, too. Right. They're probably far and few between, but they're probably out there. <clears throat> but. Hold on. Let me pull it back up. I'm going to reread it and then let you go. Because to, to me, saying that Jewish people is a separate race it's kind of the same as saying fucking Australian people are a different race. Like to me, that's not a race. That's a nationality. Jews or Jewish people are a Ethan religious group and nation originating from the Israelites and Hebrews of historical Israel and Judah. Jewish ethnicity, nationhood and religion were strongly. Okay. That has nothing to do with anything. Get in the comments and let me know if my definition of, Race is too narrow. Mm. Maybe that's the problem. Because I see white people, black people, you got Hispanics, you have Asian. what I call Asians, which would be like Japan, China, Koreas, that kind of stuff. Uh, Middle Eastern. <clears throat> that's 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 all I got when it comes to race. Now nationality, you got. Whatever fucking nation people are from, yeah, it's it's so many because like, um, but anyway, I don't. Anyway, so as we do at the end of each story, I'm going to ask Tobias a question. Let's get it. Then I'm going to ask you a question. Mm -hmm. Should an employer have the power to force an employee to apologize for his or her actions? Because that's basically what the Brooklyn Nets are doing to Kyrie Irving. They're forcing him to apologize. Yes and no. Okay, explain. So, yes, yes, for the integrity of the workplace. Yes, yes. Wait, no. This is just <laughs> like, yes, yes. <laughs> just for the inter- te- integrity of the workplace, um, if said actions were seemed or were wrong and intended on being wrong. So, if Kyrie Irving intended on being wrong, then yes, he should apologize. But <clears throat> if he didn't, if you misunderstood. Well, again. Okay. Even if you think his intention was to piss people off or mm-hmm. offend or whatever, do you still think that his employer should have the right to make him apologize? That's the question. Should the employer have the power to make an employee apologize for anything? That's why it's like a yes and no for me, man. Because for a Kyrie Irving situation, <clears throat> because I, from my sense of believing he didn't mean it to harm anyone, right. I don't think he should apologize. That's just my stance. And for him, if he intended on harming someone, then he should apologize. <clears throat> right. That makes sense. Because if something happens at my job and someone does something out of character and shouldn't do it, and everyone around around him is offended, and we know him to be a harmful person, he should apologize. But do you think, like, management should go to him and say, you have to go apologize to people? I have to say yes because it happened. See, I have to say fuck no. Like that's that's like because <clears throat> number one, this in it in in this instance. Now, in in your example, somebody at work doing that shit, that's disruptive at work. Right. That's it, it, potentially disruptive to the employer because it happened at work. Mm-hmm. Um. Manager can step in and say some shit at that yeah. point. 
This is dude tweeted some shit. Right. So when it comes to social media, no. Yeah. So don't don't I don't have to um, apologize for my social media outside of the workplace. If I'm at, yeah. if I'm on the court and I say something crazy, what I think the net should do, and this is going back to what I heard on ESPN because we got on like a Skip Bayless, Stephen A. Smith fucking tangent, but on one of the ESPN shows yesterday, day four yesterday, whatever it was, um, <clears throat> there was one guy. It's a black guy. Can't remember which analyst it was. Um, but he said that <clears throat> the Brooklyn Nets have become like the drama queen of the NBA. Yeah. And I I was on my way out the room when he said that, so I didn't stick around to hear what he said after that, but I'm pretty sure he was leaning he was going towards like the Nets should just keep their fucking mouth shut about it. Because I feel like if as an organization, you're, one of your players tweets some shit that you think might be offensive to some people. If you leave it alone, then it becomes he fucked up. If you start just trying to step in, make him do shit, take responsibility f- for it, then now it's your problem. Now you have associated yourself, your company, with the stupid shit the dude did... And now it's on you. Now there's the potential for if shit doesn't change, if dude doesn't apologize, well, what are you doing, Brooklyn Nets? Why aren't you doing more? Let me tell you something. If the Brooklyn Nets would have just came out and been like, that's some him shit. That's on him. Like, we're going to keep doing our thing. We don't agree with what he said. If y'all want him to apologize, go tell him he needs to apologize. There's an agenda being pushed. And so... Let me just give you the backstory of the Brooklyn Nets as quickly as I can. The capital T H E. The, the backstory. backstory. So, the Brooklyn Nets when they acquired Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, mm-hmm. I want to say maybe two or three years ago, maybe longer than that. Well, they were going for it, right? So they got them to, and then they acquired James Harden. It was under the assumption that hey, I want Kevin Durant wanted us three to stay together, right? Sure. Oh, oh, good. No, I'm not going to drink any more of that coffee. <laughs> that coffee is cold as ice water. You know what I'm saying? I wanted us three to stay together. James Harden, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie Irving. The Brooklyn Nets lied. James Harden left. He wasn't there very long, was he? Nope. Because they traded him, Because but Kevin Durant didn't want that. So you lied to me. So in the offseason, Kevin Durant's like, okay, I want to be traded because I, I was on the assumption this was going to happen. Brooklyn said, said, Nets said, no, we're not going to fire you. Uh, I mean, we're not going to release you trade or, whatever, you, or yeah. trade you. And so Kevin Durant, well, I want these people fired. I want the coach fired. I want the one of the man, the people in the office fired. They said, we're not going to do that. So kept, they which, can't. Which, good on them. Right. If a fucking, any sports organization, I don't care if it's NBA, NFL, whatever. If a player is like, I want this to happen. I'm mm-hmm. like, go sit in your fucking seat. But watch Learn this. your place. You're just a player. But, but watch anyway. this. Yeah, go ahead. So, later down the line, the coach got fired. Coach got fired. So, all you you made this noise about how, oh, no, you sit down, you're going to listen, and you still gave him what he wanted. It's still, okay, bet. So, the coach gets fired. You let the player go because you didn't, you didn't hold up your end of the bargain. Next, you're going, you're looking to hire a coach who just got fired for allegations for inappropriately texting and uh, 
sexually assaulting other women. Mm. So it's like the Brooklyn Nets are in a disarray. They don't know what's going on. Who's the coach of the Brooklyn Nets? Nobody right now, but it was they Steve don't Nash. have a they don't have no. a head coach. No, they it was Steve Nash. Steve, yeah, that's right. But he was fired, and they're they were looking why is, to why is my brain keep telling me that Jason Kidd was coach for the Nets? no he's a uh, coach for the Mavericks. Where was he before the Mavericks? I'm not sure. <clears throat> for whatever reason, my brain keeps telling me that. Jason Kidd was a coach for the Nets. I am probably wrong. As I said before, I do not follow the NBA. Where the fuck? Wait, I think Jason Kidd was on was on the. I'm not. I'm not Mouse. sure. There it is. All right, I'm gonna look him up. Gotcha. But yeah, the Brooklyn Nets are just in a disarray, man. It's 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 not anything that. That's crazy. He played for the Dallas Mavericks. Now he's no, coaching coach the Dallas, Dallas Mavericks. Mavericks yeah. That's amazing. But yeah, man. Career information. As a coach, Brooklyn Nets, yep, 2013-2014, Brooklyn Nets, then Milwaukee Bucks, and he was and a, Lakers, an yeah, assistant I, at the, I, I La- the Los Lakers. Angeles Lakers, and now he coaches the Dallas Mavericks. Okay. But everything is in disarray because it's highlighted that since He you was have- a McDonald's All-American the year I was born. <laughs> Shut up. I don't feel old anymore. <laughs> you should feel old, Jason. Sorry. But he... <laughs> With everything going on, man, with Kyrie Irving and um, Kevin Durant, they expect championships. And since they're short of that, they're trying to blow it up. But you fire the coach who you said is not going anywhere. It's like they can't stand on anything. Well, the problem is, and this is not just this is not unique to the NBA or to the Brooklyn Nets or anything like this. Is just employers in general. Listen mm-hmm. up. Take notes. Really? <laughs> Um, <clears throat> quit letting the general public dictate how you run your business. Like this is, I think this is an example. Like I said, first of all, I think the Nets should have just distanced themselves from it. But like that's some him shit. Like we're gonna go play our games. You know, we're not going to fire somebody over some personal bullshit they did. Whatever. Um. If if they do something that's illegal against the law, then yeah, we'll look into it. But like, this is a tweet. We're not going to fuck with it. Most businesses let the general public dictate what they do. Mm -hmm. And that's why you keep seeing all these big multi-billion dollar fucking businesses taking stances on certain social issues and that kind of stuff. Because people, they, they... come out and they say well if you don't take a stance against anti-semitism you must be an anti-semite you must be anti-jewish people if you don't come out and publicly say that you're not it's ridiculous stupid it's fucking stupid it's it's stupid and you cause conflict because i don't i don't want to say that but i'm not supporting i'm not supporting people that hate you know certain religions or stuff like that. Yeah. I'm not against that. But why don't force me to come out and, and say that? Like, you want you want to put words in my mouth that I don't want to say. And yeah. that's really messed up. Because here's the thing. I'm, I'm just like, when I say just like, maybe mm-hmm. I'm not just like Kyrie Irving. Uh, <laughs> but, like, if I don't feel like I've done anything wrong, mm-hmm. I ain't apologizing for shit. Right. Ain't gonna happen. Right. You know? Like if I if I ask you a genuine which I do all the time I ask you a genuine question about some black people shit mm-hmm. 
how you feel about the N-word. Do you think the N-word belongs to you? Mm -hmm. Here's how I feel about it, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then people come at me telling me I'm a racist, saying I need to apologize for it. I ain't apologizing for shit. You ain't doing anything wrong. That's right. I ain't doing nothing wrong. Like That's stamped. And verified, certified by a black man. I ain't yep. do shit wrong. <laughs> See, the, the thing is, like, we got we have to stop this assumption that anything that's a question that's borderline or could borderline offend someone doesn't make them an offender. Yeah. If I if I if I if I make a statement, and mm-hmm. somewhere in my statement, somewhere in the sentences that I say, the word black pops up. It doesn't mean I'm a racist. No, it's not how that works. So. Episode one, stereotypes. <laughs> Go look it up. Go look. It's funny. It's funny. We had a good time with that. I think once we get everything together, here's a here's a shameless plug for something that may or may not ever happen. Mm-hmm. Um, when we finally get everything put together for, I just want to see what this says. Oh, nope. Click. Yeah, there it is. All right. <clears throat> if we ever actually like, get the stuff put together to do the adults table like we're wanting to. Mm-hmm. I think stereotypes is going to be episode one. I think we're going to, hey. I think we're going to go down the line of those old school, like OG uncomfortable conversation podcasts mm-hmm. where we picked a topic and talked about it and we're going to knock those review out them? first. Oh, gonna, man. Not review them. I mean, it's like redo but them. Just right. redo them, but yeah. with more like with other people, not just me and you, Ooh. like we'll bring in one or two other people and we'll have a discussion about it. So if we ever get to actually do, the adults table. I think episode one of the adults table should be stereotypes. Let's do it. Talk about stereotypes. Let's do it. Spoiler alert. Black people talk during movies too much. That's true. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Like we that was one of my, what was, what was one of yours? That was one of mine. One of my stereotypes. What? That black people, because what we did for those of you that don't know, was it raisins? I came up with three. I came up with slash looked up slash used just shit in my brain. I presented three black stereotypes, mm-hmm. and he presented three white stereotypes. Mm-hmm. And I thought I know one of mine was black people talk the too movies. much during the movies. Like in the movie theater, black people won't shut up. I think, which, like he just said, is true a lot of the time. Yes, it's very true. It's very <laughs> true. Like I, I went to what was, I went to see Black Adam, and somebody down there was just giggling like. <laughs> Like, I'm talking about during, like, a bland... Like, they was just having well, a conversation. Well, do you know it was a black person? That I did? know it was. <laughs> I know the laugh. Okay? They had a black person laugh. <laughs> like, they, they... I know. <laughs> but anyway, what was what was one of yours? Um, one of your stereotypes for white people? I think it had to be either something with cooking or raisins. I'm I don't remember sure. any raisins thing, which it's been... Like, two fun. years? It was the beginning of... It was the beginning of 2020 when we started. Long yeah. time, almost three years now. It's a long time, which bro. we took a long break during COVID at one point. Yeah. So, whatever. Um, stay safe, kids. <laughs> stay safe, everybody. <laughs> we, uh, to side note before we move on, um, you just reminded me of it. So, we went on our monthly date last night, got all dressed up, got all fancy or whatever. We oh. go and we ate some God, the food, was fucking phenomenal. Where? It was the dinner with a view at the Shreveport Aquarium okay, gotcha. that we go to all the time. But they had the uh, their guest chef, the guest chef. What the fuck? Their guest chef uh, this month was it was Anthony something. I can't remember his last name. He's the chef at Fat Cats. Mm, okay, dude, I hate salmon with a passion. 
always hated salmon. I went back for seconds of that meat salmon. <laughs> like, like, I took a bite, and I was like, fuck, stop it. <laughs> no way salmon can be this good. Oh, my God, it was it was fucking phenomenal. He had, they had all this food and then dessert, which was like an apple bread pudding with like a rum sauce mm. or some shit. Okay. When I went back for seconds, I didn't even get any dessert. We just wanted the salmon. I wanted, so, butter whipped mashed potatoes, which you can ask my wife. I don't eat mashed potatoes that don't have cheese in it. And we got our plates and we sat down and we both started on mashed potatoes. And she was like, Oh man, they don't have cheese in this. Like I kind of wish they had cheese. And I looked at her and I was like, I think cheese would ruin these. <laughs> like I, they were perfect. I don't want anything. Like this is fucking money the way it is. Mm. And then uh, they had like rotisserie chicken and a tarragon something blanc sauce, something or whatever. Fucking amazing. And then I might have to go down there. This salmon. Oh, we're going. We've never had fat cats before, but eating this dude's food, mm-hmm. I told her, I was like, we need to go to fat cats one night. And when the waitress fucking asked me what I want for dinner, I'm going to be like fucking chef's choice. Just have him make me something. Cause Jeez. the dude made shit that I've never liked my entire 30 years on this planet. And I fucking loved it. So just make me some shit. I trust him completely. Fat cats. But anyway, we go and we run into, um, so everyone knows my wife is pregnant. We run into my wife's uh, OBGYN. Really? While we're there. And she came and sat down next to us. Um, and I cannot remember why I'm telling this story. What did you say before I started telling this story? <laughs> I went on a tangent about the butter whipped fucking potatoes. And then I completely forgot why I was telling the story. I know it had something to do with her OBGYN. We were talking about food. <laughs> No, before that. Because we was talking about raisins and and seasoning food and stereotypes. I don't know. I don't, I got nothing. You said something. I know you said something that sparked this fucking story in me, and then I lost it. This is high-quality content right here, ladies high and gentlemen. High-quality. Fucking top-notch right here. Bro, you're funny as hell. Anyway, guys, get into the comments and let us know, should employers have the power to force employees to apologize for things, for anything. Um, get in the comments. Let us know your thoughts. Story number two. We have been at this for how long now? About an hour and 15. I told you we was going to spend a lot of time on that first story because yep. I want to talk about it a lot. Um, I don't foresee us spending as much time on story number two. <laughs> so this one is... Uh, here on the Uncomfortable Conversation, we talk about what the fuck we want to talk about. Exactly. It may not always be the most mainstream story. It may not always be the story that fills the most content time here on YouTube. But it's stuff that we want to talk about. So, main story number two. Trump's lawyers uh, apparently saw Justice Clarence Thomas as their best bet. Their one chance to overthrow the 2020 election results. For those of you that don't know, Justice Clarence Thomas is the black guy on the Supreme Court. Yep, the only black guy. Yeah, we have a black woman now. We have one black guy, one black woman. Out of, let's see, it's it's black guy, black woman. Asian? Well, he has like an a, I, one of them, I don't know. But then I, I think the rest are white people. So he, he chose this one black guy to... Well... 
so we'll, we'll we'll talk about it. And I actually have where's my link? We'll get link. to this link here in a minute. Uh huh. Um, which most of it is redacted, but these are the copies of the emails mm. that were brought to light. So anyway, Donald Trump's attorneys saw a direct appeal to Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas as their best hope of derailing Joe Biden's win in the 2020 presidential election, according to emails newly disclosed to congressional investigators. Trump attorney Kenneth Chesabro, mm. is that how you say that? I don't know. Chesabro. Chesabro. Yep. Wrote in the December 31st, 2020 email to Trump's legal team, we want to frame things so that Thomas could be the one to issue some sort of stay or other circuit justice opinion saying Georgia is in legitimate doubt. He contended that Thomas would be our only chance to get a favorable judicial opinion by January 6th, which might hold up the Georgia count in Congress. Trump was trying, man. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, and I'm not saying Trump didn't have anything to do with these emails, but Trump, to the to best of what I can figure out, he was not sent any of these emails. He was not copied on any of these emails. I don't even think he knew about any of these emails. This was just dudes on his legal team emailing each other back and forth, trying to find a way to trying to come up with something. So, in a rare instance. Mm. I'm going to say I don't think Trump had anything to do with this particular thing, these these emails. I don't, I don't, now, I don't like it. I don't like it. Had, You're scaring Had me. this plan between these lawyers during, like, part of this legal team, mm-hmm. had this plan gotten somewhere, then I think they would have brought Trump in on it, and then he would have been mm-hmm. involved. But I think, yeah, I think as far as these emails are concerned, Trump didn't have anything to do with this. Trump influenced it. Don't get me wrong. Right. Because it was like, it's Trump's it legal team. Mm-hmm. And no, I don't think he even told him, like, make something happen or anything like that. I think it's just they're, they work with Trump all the time. They know what the fuck Trump is going to want. They know that they need to figure out something. They're trying to figure some shit out. Even if he didn't give them, you know, so, he didn't look at them and give them direction on some shit. So wait, Trump's not at fault here? I didn't say that. <laughs> I'm just trying to see. There's the first. This, wait, what's the word? Climate of let's figure some shit out and tweak some shit and fucking manipulate some shit and try to overthrow a legitimate election, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. All of that is a product of all the shit Trump had been doing. Right. Trying to overthrow the election, all these lies and conspiracy theories and shit. So he indirectly cause this. So I'm not saying he's not at fault. Gotcha. But what I'm saying is I don't think he like emailed this Kenneth guy and was like, you and what's in this guy, guy's name? John Eastman. You and John need to figure some shit out. Go figure it out. I don't think he did that. But I think them working with Trump for so long and all the shit Trump had been doing, they knew they were like, we need to figure some shit out. Let's do it. Wait. So I'm not saying he's not at fault. I'm just saying I don't believe he was directly involved in this particular email chain. Trump's attorney. De- December 31st. December 31st, 2020. That's after the election. January 6th was the inauguration or whenever they were certifying the election. Just random. I'm trying to see. So the, sometime in November think. 2020 was when the actual election, when people went and cast their votes. So this was after the election. They've already counted 
the votes. They know that Biden has won. And now they're trying to come up with some shit to, you know, maybe Justice Clarence Thomas can can do something or say something that would throw out the Georgia election results or call them into question and put a halt on everything while we can figure some more shit out. So what was the Georgia? Well, I have two questions. Did somebody get fired right before the December 31st? Because mm-hmm. so, something happened. Trump was always firing people. I'm sure multiple people got fired. Right. Before. But mm-hmm. no, the reason I'm saying that is because maybe Eastman and Chesabro, like they were in fear of their jobs, you know, like. Could have been. Could have been. Could have been something that was going on. It was like, okay, let's just do whatever necessary. But my second question is, where were the, what were the election results in Georgia? Like, was it close, close? Like, was it like. Fifty-one forty-nine for them to even think they had a chance. Let's find out. It was pretty close, if I remember correctly. All right, we're on CNN. We're loading. Yeah, the first the first link on Google is CNN. So, if y'all don't like CNN. Cause I want to do some dishes or some shit. I don't care. Just leave us running. <laughs> I, I want to know, like, all right, well, that's not loading. Let's move on to the next one. God damn it! Why did I hit that button? Because I, I want to know, like, with it being that close, like, if he said something, then sure, you know, maybe it could throw out some something out. But oh my goodness! Mm. Look how close that is. All right, let's bring this up. Jesus, people can see the stuffs. The Georgia presidential results, Politico predicts toss-up, so I don't know how old this picture is, but, yeah. 49.5, yeah. And I think for, for most of that night, because I remember watching the news, you know, where they, they fucking have the big map up, and as votes are being counted, they're showing it and all that kind of stuff. I remember watching... For most of the night, Georgia was red. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump had Georgia. Right. And Biden, you know, as they started counting these higher these higher density population areas like Atlanta and all these, um, Biden kind of came from behind and barely won Georgia. Maybe, oof, maybe this thought it was like, oh, this, this is not right. Yeah. Which and I, and I can kind of almost understand that with it being a, a point three difference, yeah, point three. But at the same time, like, ooh, 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 I want to see what this is. Hang on a minute, let's zoom in a little bit. Pop it's like four. It's like fourteen. What that fourteen thousand votes off? Possibly. Oh, I don't know what that is. R plus five. R plus eight, R plus five. I don't know what that means. Mm-hmm. Never mind. Never mind, everybody. I thought it was going to tell me how many like percentage points people, certain people won by. That's crazy. But, yeah, that was really man. close. And because it was so close, probably the close. That was like their best bet as far mm-hmm. as putting like a halt on some shit. Because I don't think any any other state was that close. Mm-mm. That close? No. No, not even a little bit. But uh, good try, guys. But you know, <laughs> my, my, my. a for effort, I suppose. <laughs> so, Attorney John Eastman replied 
later that morning to that uh, that email saying that Justice Thomas was their only chance. Attorney John Eastman replied later that morning, or morning, I think I agree with this, suggesting that a favorable move by Thomas or other justices would kick the Georgia legislature into gear to help overturn the election results. The messages were part of a batch of eight emails that Eastman had sought to withhold from the January 6th Select Committee, but that a judge ordered turned over anyway, describing them as evidence of likely crimes committed by Eastman and Trump. They were transmitted to the Select Committee by Eastman's attorneys last week, but remain largely under wraps until early Wednesday morning. And so we're going to look at some emails. All right. Now... Something apparently happened whenever they were transcribing these emails that, for whatever reason, omitted I's and L's. Hmm? And you'll see what I mean when you start reading. Uh, can I close this down? Yeah, get you some it bitch. Up. All right. So here's the emails. Let me zoom in just a touch more here. Yeah, there we go. So re- start reading this. You see, uh, t- the I's and the L's t- are gone. Like that word used to be confidential. Now it's confidential. Confidential. So anyway, if we... They just hurt my brain. So this short email was a reply to this longer email. So this is what Kenneth Chesabro sent to... John Eastman, as, as well as some other people. And again, Chris Gardner. Like, Whoa. if you see here on the two and the carbon copy, no Trump. Maybe Trump didn't have anything to do with this as far as directly. Mm-hmm. So, and by the way, everything after this is completely fucking redacted. It's all black. So we're not even going to worry about all that shit. But, but like, of no, course it is. But look, so I'm, I'm sure when they sent the email, they was like, hey, Trump, hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Can I send this? Is this good? Is this good? Yeah. Like, proofread these for me. But Trump probably just sent this email from Kenneth Chester Barrow's fucking computer. I'm kidding. I don't think that happened. Anyway, so Kenneth I says, wouldn't rule that out. Said, I see. Oh, well, if news came out that he did that, I wouldn't be surprised. Right. I don't think he did that, but I wouldn't be surprised. Says, I see. I haven't focused on the relief sought. I don't know what that means. But if what we're seeking as something that tentatively holds either by way of P.I. or D.J. Any clue what P.I. or D.J. is? No. I'm just a simple boy from the South. I don't know what any of that shit means. Um, (laughs) That very likely the electoral votes sent in by the Biden electors aren't valid because the the elect on failed? Is that what that word might be? Right here? Because, again, eyes and where the fuck is my mouse? There it is. Uh, I's and A's have been omitted. So this word right here, I don't know. Failed, yeah. <clears throat> because, oh, because the election failed. I said because the elect on failed. Because the election failed. As long as that's what the district court or 11th circuit or Supreme Court says, that's the key and probably good enough. The point is to have the court say that probably the election was void which ought to be enough to prevent the Senate from counting the Biden electoral votes from Georgia, right? Merely having this case pending in the Supreme Court, not ruled on, 
might be enough to delay consideration of Georgia, particularly if Pence has the legal ability and will to insert himself at least enough to win the day or win delay. I commend you because this is hurting my brain. It's rough. It's rough. To be fair, I read this shit yesterday too. So I've kind of already tried to figure it out yesterday. I'm going based on memory mostly. So I would go for non-final relief, trying to get a statement by a court helping Trump Pence by January 6th. Possibly Thomas, Clarence Thomas, would end up being the key here. Circuit justice, right? We want to frame things so that Thomas could be the one to issue some sort of stay or other circuit justice opinion saying Georgia... Hmm. Oh, Georgia isn't legitimate or no, not isn't legitimate. Seems since. Oh, Georgia know. is in legitimate doubt. That's there it is. is. Uh, uh, some other circuit justice opinion saying Georgia is in legitimate doubt. Real? Realistically, our only chance to get a favorable judicial opinion. No. Anyway. But yeah, that happened. (laughs) (laughs) Tobias is over there having a fucking... (laughs) Bro, I'm like... Ah, words, words, without letters. Those letters letters don't connect. There's the gaps that's throwing me off. But yeah, so so he sent this email to John Eastman basically saying, like, look, we need to get either the Supreme Court or Circuit Court or something to say that Georgia is in legitimate doubt. Mm-hmm. And I think Justice Clarence Thomas is our best bet. Yep. Probably because his wife is batshit fucking crazy. <laughs> but anyway, that's 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 the story for another day. Okay. Um, and so and then John Eastman replied, again, carbon copying all these people. I think I agree with this. If the court were to give us... What is that? Kelly? Oh, likely, likely. If the court were to give us likely, that may be enough to kick the Georgia legislator into gear because I've been getting a lot of calls from them uh, indicating to me they're leaning that way. So maybe John Eastman was getting a bunch of calls from the Georgia legislator saying like, hey, we might be able to help, but we need a circuit court judge or Supreme Court judge to step in and say something. Let's just let's just get that off the screen, bro. Because like he's he's having a fucking conniption fit over here. <laughs> I'm gonna type up. A, I can a see pit. his brain season up the whole time we're talking about it. I'm gonna type something up and then el- eliminate all the A's and the E's and just see how they <laughs> see how they go, dude. All right, <laughs> funny story time. Here we this go. Has nothing to do with the actual <laughs> news story that we're talking about. So I don't know if you can do this anymore. But one of the older versions of Microsoft Word, you could, you could in the settings, you could tell it like, look, if I type this, I really mean this or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like if, if you consistently misspell a word while you're typing really fast or whatever, it's, it's like settings for the autocorrect. Mm-hmm. So it would change the words as you're going or whatever. We, in high school, there was this, one of our Spanish teachers. 
that she went to go do something. And this is, this shows you how much of an asshole teenagers are. She went to go do something. She was like, here, y'all watch this fucking video, whatever. You know how Spanish, like any foreign language teacher is. Like most of your classes are, I'm going to play a fucking movie and let y'all watch that while I get shit done. Yeah. Right. So she turns on a movie and she leaves. She goes to the office to do something. She left her computer on. I will take full responsibility for this. It was not solely my idea, but I was the one that perpetrated the crime. Went to her computer and went to Microsoft Word. And I went into the settings. And I changed it to where every single time she typed the word and Mm -hmm. and hit space, it would autocorrect to I'm watching you. (laughs) (laughs) Why would you do that? Because I was a teenager, and all teenagers are assholes. <laughs> I'm watching you. Did she get frustrated? We couldn't tell. Mm. Every now and then, I'd be watching her over there at her computer typing shit. And every now and then, I felt like I noticed her be like, like have a have a mini freak that out. That would freak me the hell out. Yeah, like have a mini freak out, but none of us ever knew if that's actually what was happening or not. Lesson plans for tomorrow. Plus, add and I'm watching you. Whoa, yeah. where did this come from? And you know, it's like most of those. It was like she's sitting there typing, not paying attention, and she's like three fucking paragraphs in, and she starts looking, and she notices. I'm watching you, I'm watching you, I'm watching back you, I'm in watching the you, other paragraphs. There's a couple of I'm watching you, and she's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> but yeah, anyway. <laughs> Don't uh, don't omit the I's and the E's. You'll throw everybody off. That's worse than omitting the or the A's and the E's. That's worse than omitting the the I's and the L's. That's not going to do it. So, told you we weren't, we weren't going to spend a ton of time on this. Um, do you have anything else to say before I ask you our end of story question? Because that's it for this story. Uh, it was a good try. Forty nine point five, forty nine point two. wasn't one bad. <laughs> Tobias is like I approve. All right, I approve. It, it, Here's my here's my question for you, Tobias. Let's go. Do you think? Because I don't think this idea that they had ever got further than them just emailing each other about. Mm-hmm. It. Had it gotten further, do you think that Justice Clarence Thomas would have played along? No, you don't think so. No, I don't think he would have either. Uh, I think he might have outed them, outed them. Like, well, no, I don't think he would have done that. Mm. I think it's one of them deals like he reads the email and he's like, delete. Like, let's just not even worry about that. Now, had he gotten the email or the phone call or whatever and his wife known about it, she'd have tried to pressure him into doing it. Mm -hmm. For sure. (laughs) But, guys, get in the comments. Let us know. Do you think that Justin Thomas, Justice Clarence Thomas would have played along had this gotten to him? Right. Had it gotten far enough? So, story number three. Let's go. What happened? Uh oh. No, it has nothing to do with the story. I have to pee. (laughs) Alcohol. So, story number three the Florida Medical Board has voted. I think they've already drawn it up by now because this happened yesterday. I think earlier today Mm -hmm. they drew it up. Maybe this happened Thursday and they drew it up Friday. I don't know. But the Florida Medical Board has voted to ban gender affirming care for transgender minors. We talked about this before. So we've we've talked about stuff very similar to this before. So after five hours of tense testimony, I said tense because the fucking 
The, <laughs> the place I got this information from said tents. <laughs> After five hours of tense testimony and protest, the Florida Board of Medicine voted Friday. So they voted Friday. Mm-hmm. Yesterday. Uh, to start drafting a rule that would bar all minors in the state from receiving puberty blockers, hormone therapy, or surgeries as treatment for gender dysphoria. Right. Florida's medical board is the first in the country to pursue such a rule, but Florida is among a wave of states where officials have attempted to restrict restrict gender-affirming medical care for transgender minors. We're going to put the camera on Tobias and let him talk about it for a minute. Right. Because... Austin's got to go to the bathroom. Fuck you for getting this big-ass can, okay? It's your fault. Tobias, Tobias, tell us what you think about uh, this this, this decision. (laughs) So, I mean, so, a little background. We kind of talked about this before, and we're on the firm belief that kids who say they want to be, you know, who identify themselves, kids who identify themselves as women or identify themselves as men, you know, they it's okay for them to believe that, but don't go and be the to the extreme of changing your gender just yet. You're you're so young. So, I think the age is 18 uh when, you know, as far as when they can make that decision on their own. But it's not fair for someone who's so young to just because think about it like this. When kids do things like it's not something that they're going to do for their lifetime. It's just that phase. They want to go to that phase. Now, if it's not a phase and it's something what they want to do when they're 18 or older, that's their choice. Let it happen when they're 18. But for you to allow it to happen like a child that's 12, 14 years old. Excuse me. Wants to change their gender. It's not right for them to do it because later on down the line they can't change. They can't change their mind. They're stuck. They're stuck in a situation where they have to be this way, and to to the dying days. You know, once you make this decision, it's final, and it's wrong for to let a minor to make a decision that's going to affect them for the rest of their lives when they don't even know where their lives are headed. They don't even know what they want to do. That's wrong. I think uh, the parents should be held accountable for this. I think this ban is okay. Me personally, I think this ban is okay. I have nothing against people who identify themselves as another gender, another, another, uh, a different type of gender, basically. You know, but I, I don't agree. I, I, I don't think it's a bad thing to ban this until they, you know, they're of age to make their own accountability uh, actions. If they want to be a, a, a woman or a man, let them make that decision later down the road. Um, too many times we have so, so many uh, indications of, well, let them be who they want to be. That's fine. But don't make a final decision that's going to affect you for the rest of your life. I'm 20, I'm 27, going to be 28. I'm still making decisions that I don't agree with or that I later regret down the road. So let them make that decision when don't don't be responsible for them. For the parents, don't be responsible for your kids making the decision or allowing allowing them to make a decision that it's not going to work. Um 
that's another thing. So when it comes to, you know, you know, picking your sexuality, like I know a lot of people that's been, um, oh, I know a lot of people that's been, you know, in high school or college that, you know, they chose one side and then later down the road, they were like, okay, let me try this other side, you know, like let them make that decision. Austin. Okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. After after I finished, my son came and found me. He's like, Daddy, what you doing? <laughs> I was like, I gotta go back in there. He said, he said, I wanna go see T. <laughs> he wanted to come see Tobias. I was like, You gotta wait, buddy. I'm sorry. I'm leaving. I'm going to see James. Yeah. You gotta wait. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, normally I can hold that in until Tobias' thoughts, thoughts but, but no. Nah. What happened at this time? Because you got a <laughs> A goddamn 23 and a half ounce fucking pint. Bing bong. Pint plus, actually. Uh, Wait, yeah. pint plus? Where do you see that at? It's one pint plus another seven and a half ounces. Bing. It's big. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm assuming you said some of the same stuff that we've always said about it. Yeah. Um, when you are, especially like in elementary and middle school and even some in high school, because there's, there's still a lot of kids that haven't figured it out by high school. But during your adolescent years, you experiment with identities. Mm-hmm. That's just how it works. There was a point, I, I'll, fuck, I'll say it. I don't care. I don't care. Who knows? My eighth grade year, you know, middle school, I went through a period where I hung out with literally nothing but black people. Mm-hmm. My pants sagged. I had the flat built hat, cocked sideways and shit. That's who I was for a little while. Had I been, I probably wouldn't have done this, but had I decided at one point to, I'm going to go to have my fucking skin color change like Robert Downey Jr. in Tropic Thunder, and I'm just going to be a black guy now. You know how much I'd be regretting that shit right now? Like, that's what adolescents do. They experiment with identities. That was a great movie. It was a good movie. Um, and, stop- and so we right. cannot give minors the ability and the power to just change their biochemistry mm-hmm. and change their bodies in such a way that is irreversible mm-hmm. and it's permanent alteration of who they are physically because you're not going to change who they are mentally. Right. And so they're going to change their body to be this other gender and then when they become an adult and mentally they settle into the the personality that they're supposed to be, who they're going to become as an adult, and it's different from who they are physically now, that's going to cause more trauma and more problems and more harm than it is good. Mm-hmm. And I've said that since we started this show. You cannot do that. Now, at the age of 18, if somebody is still like, no, I... I just, I don't feel right in this body. I need to change what, fine, go. Go do it. You're an adult now. You've you've matured enough to, you know, whether it's the right decision or not, you've matured enough to make that decision on your own. Minors should not be allowed to make that decision on their own. Nope. No. I was stupid when I was a kid. Were you stupid when you were a kid? Very stupid. I'm still stupid. My son (laughs) is a genius. He's also an idiot, okay? (laughs) Like, he's two and a half. Mm Mm-hmm. He pees on the potty by himself already. Half the time he pees standing up now, like a grown man. Oh, he can talk. Put a beer in that man better than most four year olds. 
Don't put a beer in his hand. His mom will kill you. Um, I'll let him take a sip, but his mom will kill you. <laughs> but so like, as far as two year olds, he's a genius. Mm-hmm. He's also a fucking idiot. And I'm not going to let him make any decisions on his own. Okay. But. I'm assuming you said something along those lines. Yep, I said everything I had to so say. When it, so the bathroom is right on the other side of that wall. So while I was in there, all I could hear was... You sounded like the teacher in Charlie Brown. Yeah, I was going to say that. <laughs> or yeah. really any adults in Charlie Brown. So uh, let's keep going here. The vote is the latest update in a months-long effort led by Governor Ron DeSantis, friend of the show. Uh, Governor Ron DeSantis's administration to restrict trans- transition-related care for people under 18. The effort to restrict such care oh began my. in April when DeSantis and Florida Surgeon General Joseph Ladapo, 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 General Joseph <laughs> issued non-binding guidance through the Florida Health Department that sought to bar both social gender transition and gender-affirming medical care for minors. I don't know what social gender transition is. I'm assuming it's like if a kid that was born a boy feels like he's a girl and mm-hmm. he goes to school, then all of his teachers and shit address him as she and her and like affirm this different gender identity that he's come up with. I would assume. Is what and so my thing is. Which I'm also not okay with. If the parents are okay with it, I can't do anything with but if you're changing the gender where it can't be reversed, I have a problem with yeah. that, man. Yeah, I can see where you're coming from on that. Like, if the parents allow it, and- if the parents are okay with mm-hmm. their biological son being called she and her and stuff, right? And the teacher wants to go along with it, okay, I sure. get that. But I, yeah, I don't agree with like, oh, my kid's twelve mm-hmm. and he thinks he's a girl. Let's go put him on, you know, different hormones and you know, surgically, biologically, and physically change him so that he feels more comfortable. No. Nine times, it might be nine times out of ten, you're going to ruin that kid. That's how I feel about it. There's a story, story, long, long time ago where a guy, or I think it was a girl, I believe it was a girl, that um, changed her identity. And like, he, like, she didn't tell anyone, you know, and so, like, he had a girlfriend, and she couldn't believe it. And so the family tried to tell her, like, it's a, it was used to be a girl. And so, like, they, like, look, look at look at her chest. It was like, oh. And so it's like when those things happened, because it was still underage. And so, mm-hmm. but they felt like before you indulge in this situation, let everyone know what's going on, you know, especially when you're involved. And so, like, for kids, kids don't understand that. Mm-mm. Kids don't understand how important it is for the people that you're involved with or the people that's around you. Just to, because, you know, your four year old mm-hmm. comes up to you and says, I want to be a girl. And they put on your wife's high heels because they think it's funny. Right. Does not mean you need to go take them to a doctor and start physically altering that child. Y'all crazy. Y'all fucking insane. Anyway. Uh, the guidance, as far as the, uh, Social gender transition, gender affirming medical care from uh, the Florida Health Department. The guidance drew backlash from LGBTQ advocates and medical experts. Accredited 
medical groups, including the American Medical Association, the American Academy of Pediatrics, and the American Psychological Association, have supported gender-affirming care for transgender youths. Despite that support, Florida's Agency for Healthcare Administration issued a report in June that, quote, found that several services for the treatment of gender dysphoria, i.e. sex reassignment surgery, cross-sex hormones, and puberty blockers, are not consistent with widely accepted professional medical standards and are experimental and investigational with the potential for harmful long-term effects. Exactly what the fuck we've been saying this yep. whole time. Because <clears throat> those long-term effects would never be changed. Yeah, you can't never. undo that. Nope. Nope. Like, like you cannot go back to the hospital and say, "Do y'all still have my tits in a jar somewhere? I'd like them back." That's not how that works. Do you still have my dick somewhere in a jar? I'd like it back, please. This is not how that works. I'm, so, I'm, yeah, uncomfortable conversation. <laughs> not how that works. <laughs> Like, no, no. no it, but again, it, if if you know when you're a minor, let's just because I keep using the same example. You're born a boy, born a male, whatever you'll say. As a minor, you feel like I I was born in the wrong body. I should be a female. Right. You want to be addressed as she, her, whatever. You want to wear skirts. Fuck it. That's Who your cares? choice. Go for it. Okay. Once you turn eighteen. If you are still so gung-ho on, I should have been a girl, then at that point, I think it's perfectly acceptable for you to go get, if you want to go get sex reassignment surgery, you want to get on different hormones, whatever, go for it. It's your choice. You're an adult, it's your choice. But I think that we are doing youth and children, minors, whatever, whatever fucking term you want to say, I think we're doing them a fucking disservice to start changing them before they're mentally mature enough to make those types of decisions on their own. Again, this is the time of your life when you experiment with fucking identities. Yep. Okay. You try to figure things out. If your fucking 12-year-old boy, 13, 14-year-old son kisses another boy, relax. He's still figuring shit out. Just like you were still figuring shit out when you were that old. Right. Okay. Cause like, I was trying to figure out if. Never mind. Go for it. Hey, I, spared, I, I, I shared my black story when I was like hanging out with black people and so wearing like, my hat sideways and shit. I was like during my teen years, I was trying to figure out like what life was because, like, I thought I was just living in the world like every day, every day, every day. But like, I was trying to understand. So like, who am I as a person or? You know, it's it's like exactly. it's crazy because too many times we get caught up in our own lives, but we don't think about what other people are going through and, and how other people live their their lives. So it's like I was treating everybody the same way and I couldn't do that. So yeah. I had to understand that. I was trying to figure out like what I wanted to be, what I wanted to see for myself. I'm a lazy person. I'm a very That's lazy person. I'm a very That's lazy 100% person. One hundred percent true. <laughs> and so <laughs> I realized I was a lazy person, but like during that time, I didn't understand it. I didn't accept it because it's like when you trying to figure out yourself, you don't realize who you are until you just have the maturity to look at yourself and make this a, a assessment about yourself. And so 
like for people that are trying to figure out if they like boy, like if you're a guy who like if you like boys, if you're a <laughs> that's not the right word. There it is. You got it. It's been. I was wondering why, like, my eyes have been bothering me this whole time. <laughs> like something don't seem right. It's because my damn lights up here. I didn't have set to a warm, mm, a warm. soft, warm glow, soft. rather than. This blue shit. I can set it to fucking red. I don't give a fuck. I can do whatever I want. I got some of them fancy smart lights up there. Whatever. Anyway, keep going. But I, I'm just saying, man, like, give people the time to adjust. Give people the time to. My God, I kicked my camera. Okay. Give people Are y'all time. okay? Y'all give people the time to make their own decisions because I didn't know who I was until I was out of high school. Out of high school. I want to say maybe a I'm few not gonna years say out of high school. A few years out of high school. It was probably my junior or senior year mm-hmm. before I finally settled into who I am. That's a and that's how it works. Mm-hmm. Like that, your adolescent years are when you are still figuring shit out. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's questions about your sexuality, whether it's questions about your gender identity, whether it's questions about, as broad and fucking existential as what you said, like what the fuck am I supposed to do with my life? Right. Who am I? That's the that's the period where you're supposed to. And as parents, there's a huge difference between being supportive and being fucking enablers. Like if your child is struggling with sexual identity or gender identity or whatever, it is your job as a parent to fucking take them by the hand, pat them on the back, whatever your parenting style is and say, look, I'm with you hundred percent of the way. Like, we will figure this out together. But I'm not going to go pay a doctor to fucking chop off parts of your body or give you extra hormones that aren't naturally supposed to be inside of you or anything like that. Like, we're going to figure this out. And whenever you become, you know, whenever you turn 18 or 19 or 20 or whatever, because you said it was probably a couple years after high school before you finally figured it out. Once you get to the point where you are, you know, mentally mature enough and you still feel like, look, this is just who I am. This is how I'm going to live my life. Then you know what? I'm there. I got you. And because, like, like you said, like, so you, it's it took you what your junior senior year, probably. Now, I, the the whole hanging out, like dressing like a black person and mm-hmm. talking like a black person and all that shit. That shit was in and out in the eighth grade. Like, mm-hmm. like that happened sometime during the eighth grade. And by the end of eighth grade, I was back to being my my, my little white self. Like, <laughs> but but yeah, as far as figuring out exactly who I am, because once you get out, once, you know, you get out of eighth grade, you go into high school. Mm-hmm. High school is when, it's, I don't know how it is for black people, for white people, especially here in the South, all of a sudden, all of your friends, all of your other white guy friends are, you know, they're dipping. Gotcha. Or they're doing all this country boy shit. They got a jacked up truck on big ass tires that their right. daddy paid for, and they think they're a badass because they've driven through a mud one through mud once or twice, right. and they think they're this country bumpkin ass fucking badass. It's tough. <clears throat> and so, like, you're kind of like, okay, I'm gonna go mud riding with you know with my friends, or I'm gonna do this, or I'm gonna try dipping because that's what all my friends are doing, and I'm gonna do this. But and you're trying to you're still trying to figure out like I'm not in that. Oh, I you know I still got along with black people, but you know you're not in that. Oh, I want to hang out with all the black people and act like a black person phase anymore. But now you're in this fucking, like I said, here in the South, you're in this country boy 
Like, I want a truck, and I want a gun, and I want a dip, and I want to wear fucking camo every day because, you know, I live life like it's the loneliest fucking Halloween party. Look, I'm a tree, and all that bullshit. Like, (laughs) and so, you know, you go through different stages of trying to figure shit out. Yep. You know, and it probably was, you know, junior, senior year where I was just like, I settled into this idea of, like, I want to do what makes me happy. I'm going to wear whatever the fuck I'm comfortable in, whether it's camo or fucking a suit and tie. I don't, like, whatever. I'm going to do what makes me happy. And I got an example. That's how you you get me. I got (laughs) an example. All right, go ahead. So, you know, I always say my dominoes, right? Not dominoes. Uh Uh-oh. This is a, a puzzle. So, like, during... Like a jigsaw puzzle? Yes. Okay. So, like, during, you know, from elementary to, like, I want to say my sophomore year, mm-hmm. I was just trying to get my puzzle pieces together, you know? Oh, but yeah. then my junior senior year, I was like, okay, so this fits here. This fits here. So, I understand who I am, like, as far as the groups I wanted to hang out with. I understand mm-hmm. how I am. Because I was a shy person. So, like, my junior and senior year, I was like, oh... So if I just talk to women this way, if I talk to my teachers this way, you know, I was putting my pieces together. And so, like, after high school, like, it was starting to all fold. I'm missing a few right. pieces, but it's still it's still being laid out the right way, you know, of how I'm supposed to be whenever I'm, you know, done. That's By fine. 25, this I had that last puzzle piece, and I was like, This is why I'm so happy I'm married. I don't have to fucking impress anybody anymore. Yep. yep. I don't have to... Because even up into my 20s and shit, before I met Kendra. I love this topic. It was, yeah, he loves it when I talk about my wife and shit. Yep. There was, there was, you know, you go through your 20s and if you walk into a a place, whether it be a bar or a friend's house or party or whatever, and there's a girl there, even a girl that you may not find attractive and you may not want to pursue anything with. As a young man, this is how stupid young men are. As a young man, we we fucking try to formulate right then and there in our heads. Like, okay, okay, I'm going to say this to her and I'm going to say it this way. And, you know, uh, there's four possible things she could say in response to that. So I need to come up with a response to each of those four things. And I don't give a fuck who I say to whoever now. Like, I'm so happy I'm married. Like, I don't have to impress anybody. I don't have to do anything. Now, if, God forbid, something to, you can wait for your time out. God forbid something <laughs> doesn't, you know, it doesn't work out between me and Kendra and we end up, you know, separating or whatever. I'm still not going to fuck what I say to who. I got my kids, you know, I'm happy. I don't care anymore. But, like, as a young man, like, you threw from, like, I would say somewhere in middle school, probably late middle school, all the way up to about your mid twenties or yep. whenever it is that you find that one person that you're going to settle with, you're constantly tweaking and adjusting how you approach women or men. You know, if that's who you're attracted to, whatever, like your social interactions, especially your romantic social interactions, you're constantly like trying to figure shit out. I'm so happy. I don't have to do that shit anymore. So I just said time out. Cause this is going to bleed into the bias thoughts. It's just perfect. <laughs> It's such a good subject, and I think we're in a good space where we can talk about these things. Because for me, I'm in a space where I've ventured out, and I've had fun. I've been out to the club. I've been out 
partying and I've been out with different women. But it's like I understand what I want now. And so, like, him and his wife always ask me, when are you going to have a child? When are you going to have a child? And it's like, I want a child, but I'm waiting on the right person. And so it's like, I'm secluding Ladies. my... Yes. He's available. <laughs> it's like I'm secluding myself from everyone who doesn't give me that wife mentality. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because we we are so in the life of I, I want to still have fun. I still want to go out. I still want to do childish things because it's my life is short. And which is cool. That's your look, choice. That's, that's where you are in your life. Right. I don't want to go out and sh- do shit anymore. Right. Like before I met Kendra and I'm not blaming my reclusiveness and my lack of going out on Kendra. I know it kind of sounds like that, but I'm not doing that. But like before I met her and decided that I was going to settle down, like, dude, I, I went out to the bar every night. You know, I found I, there's one, it's a matter of fact, it's damn near right across the street from where, from here now, from where <laughs> I live. But there was a bar that I didn't have to call up my buddies and say, let's go to the bar. I didn't have to call up friends and say, Hey, let's go do something. I could go to that bar any night, and I'd run into people that I knew and I yeah. could hang out with. It was just one of those places where you know everybody. Mm-hmm. And But I did that shit damn near every night before I met Kendra. We've been out, as far as staying out late, one time mm-hmm. since we've been together. And that was because her younger sister turned 21 and wanted to go out. Oh, yeah. I'm 100% okay if I never do that shit again. I'm not built for that anymore. Like I went through that life. You're mature, I man. did that thing. And then, and it, like I said, it's not because she came into my life and forced me to change. It just happened to perfectly fucking work that way to where like I met her. I was in that place in my life where I was like, okay, I'm ready to fucking chill out, relax and settle down. And, and I'm good now. And that's fine, man. Like, you want to go out? Cool. I want to take a nap. Because <laughs> because we have to understand as adults, there's different types of fun. So like, yeah, as growing up, we're like going to the bar with friends, drinking, going party and drive, driving in the country or something. That's you know that was our definition of fun. But there's so other so many other things of having yeah. fun, especially when you're happy with someone or when you're matured and you know you can do other things. Like you have these opportunities. Mm-hmm. Like we was talking about Cozumel. So like we're older now so like we can do more like we well, like when i was younger and i went to cosmo for the first time i've been mm-hmm. to cosmo two or three times but when i went to cosmo for the first Ouch. time i was 16 i think something mm-hmm. like that 15 16 i wanted to go up there and you know see if the bar would give me a drink <laughs> i wanted to get you know all buzzy and happy and shit i wanted to get fucking henna tattoos and go try to convince people it's a real tattoo right. and shit now, I still like to go to Cozumel, but I want to take my wife and my kids. Right. It'll be a, it'll, it'll I only be have a one kid right now, but my wife is pregnant, so I say kids. But watch them play in the sand and stuff, mm-hmm. and I want to sit in a fucking chair. Right. And I don't want to move <laughs> right. the whole time I'm there. I want a beer and a chair. But that's your fun, right? Now now it is. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, like, as I've grown up and... As I've matured and everything, you change. You change the way you feel about things. You change the way you think about things. Things that used to make you happy and used to be like your number one go-to 
maybe that's not your number one go-to now to make you happy or whatever. Video games has not changed for me. It's always been my number one go-to Never leaving. And it still is. I love playing video games. And people can, you know, say that I'm childish and immature and, oh, my God, I can't believe you're an adult and you still play video games. That's my escape. That's what I like to go do. Okay, Dear future wife, they're never leaving. My bills are still paid. Uh, I would say my lawn is still mowed, but right now – Lately, it's been cold and the grass isn't growing, so I haven't, right. haven't had to mow my lawn. But my bills are paid. Shit's taken care of at the house. Like, that's what I choose for downtime. And so... Is I play video games. It doesn't mean I'm immature. It's just that's what I've settled into. That's what I like. But other things about what I like, whether it be going out, drinking, hanging out, playing pool, whatever, that shit has changed over time. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're talking about with this fucking... Gender affirming care for minors. Shit changes over time. So why would you make the decision as an adult, as the caretaker of these minors? Look at, look at him trying to really to, back in. I'm reeling it back in. I'm segueing back around to where we're supposed to be. <laughs> why would you make the the decision as an adult, knowing full well that adolescence is the time whenever you experiment with identities and you change the way you think about things? Why would you make the decision to physically permanently Alter your child and the and the 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 adolescent that you're in charge of, and you're gonna, you know, it may work out, it may not, but chances are it's gonna fuck them up for life, and they're gonna regret their decision, or rather, they're gonna regret your decision. Exactly. But you know, back to what you were saying, like as far as video games, man, like because one of my friends said, like back when he was growing up, they didn't have it wasn't like an online thing. Every every time like we played a game, it was people in in one house sharing two controllers. It wasn't eight people on, in a party. I, I still prefer that. Mm-hmm. I w- I still won't play online mm-hmm. hardly ever. Like we're gonna, I mean, we're gonna have to probably restart it. But whenever we did our Borderlands playthroughs, mm-hmm. because you had never played Borderlands before, we sat in the same room right. and played split screen. Fun is because he- that's like, like oh my god that's how we grew up that's that was our multiplayer growing that up it wasn't one, online it was split screen that one mission that took us forever well that doesn't narrow it down it was when we were trying to oh my god it took us like an extra forty minutes just to complete that one mission yeah we were we were closing in on like. Two and a half hours, and we're right. like, let's do one more mission, then we'll call it quits. And it took us like forty minutes right. for that mission. But, I remember what you're talking about. I can't remember what mission it was, but I don't know. But, what but it's just that opportunity. And the thing is, like, he also said that you know, back when I was growing up, I didn't have the opportunity to do this because my family supported you know four or five kids, so we couldn't buy the video games right. I wanted. Now that I'm an, an adult, I can do these things. I can do these. Things. I can enjoy the simple things. One of my favorite vacations is was I was with my family was on the beach, and I took a nap on the beach. I've never did that before. I took a nap on the beach, but the thing is, the beach was so secluded. It was just me and my family right. because we had that peace and relaxation. God, that like, would be nice, bro. I've never had a nap on the beach, but I feel like I'd really enjoy that. Let me tell you. Let, let me paint the picture for you. Like it's sixty degrees, wind blowing. You land on a blanket, like on a hill. So it's like you're kind of. Inclined. Almost like a recliner, like yes, yep, perfectly, <laughs> and like you just land down, go to sleep. When you wake up, the sun's not beaming your face. It's just perfect, and you're safe. Like that's the that's the things I can enjoy as an adult. Because as a kid, I wouldn't, I would be like, okay, this is boring. Let me go find something to do. Let me get into mm-hmm. something. But like 
kids, man, you have to understand, kids are going to experiment. They have to figure things out. They can enjoy how precious life is because they don't know. They haven't lived through things. They haven't went through pain and suffering mm-hmm. the way we'd have as adults. And so when you force them to make these decisions as far as changing their bodies, they have to live with that pain of never getting changed again. Right. And that's that's <clears throat> horrible. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, growing up, like, all three of because I'm one of three boys. Mm-hmm. All three of us played video games growing up. And as we got older through our teenage years and everything like that, mm-hmm. the other two brothers kind of, they still play video games every now and then, but they kind of deviated away from video games a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I stuck with it. Now, right, right now, I have left my job where I was, where I worked with him, and I haven't quite started the new job yet. So there's this this gap. That you're going crazy. Dude, I've been playing the shit out of some video games. And it's been really, <laughs> really nice. But I also understand, like, mm-hmm. when we when I start working again, I'm not going to be able to play games. But it's a good mental break. Okay, it's, it's a... a- it's a great mental break. Like right. that's that's what I choose for my mental break, and that's you know where I settled growing up. Like we all played video games growing up. We all went fishing. We all went hunting. Mm-hmm. We all fucking rode four wheelers. We all did all these things, and then each one of us, as we grew up, kind of settled into one of them. Right. Okay. And and it's it's kind of like the same aspect of me for like for my mental break. I'm gonna take two vacations. I'm going to take a few days with my parents. We're going to go fishing. That's a good mental break so I can spend time with them because I'm working so much. They're working. We don't spend time like we used to. I don't live in the same house as them. So we're going to go do that. My second mental break, I'm going to take like a week and a half off just to sit, clean my house, play video games. Like I don't have to worry about anything. And it and it does not mean you are immature if you sit there and play video games that much. Not at all. It does not. Not at all. But I, I can sit there and not have to like – now, if you're if you're thirty years old, you still live with your parents. You don't have a job. Your room's a fucking mess, and you're not trying. And all you fucking you don't try, and all you fucking do is sit there and play video games. Then yeah, you should probably stop playing video games. Mm-hmm. You, that's kind of immature. You should probably grow up some. But if you're an adult, you all your bills are fucking taken care of and paid for. Everything that needs to happen. You've you've got under control, and you choose to spend your downtime and your free time playing video games. That is not immature. Right. Right. This is I've, I have used this transgender topic to segue into me saying, "God damn it! If I play video games, it doesn't mean I'm a fucking child." You're not, bro. <laughs> you take care of everything. Like I'll stay by my house. Typical and I take white care man all... making making every subject about himself. <laughs> no, typical white. It's guy. not even about you, bro. It's about it's about the uh, the aspect of. It's not what I do. It's how I take care of my business so I can do what yeah, I want to do. Yeah, my business is taken care of. I can do whatever right. the fuck I want. Right. Yeah. I'm with that. And that's crazy. Are you, ready for, are you ready for your end of story question? Let's look, We want to bring it back to oh, man. transgender stuff going on in Florida. Mm-hmm. Like we spoke in our piece. It's time for one more question. So here's what I got. Do you think minors should be granted the ability to make decisions that would permanently alter their bodies and lives? No. Me neither. (laughs) There you fucking have it. So, guys, get in the comments and let us know. Do you think minors should be granted the ability to make these decisions that could permanently alter their their physicality, their bodies, 
their lifestyle as a whole. Get in the comments. Let us know your thoughts. It is time for minor discomforts. Uh oh. Okay. I have five of them today. Um, got a little bit of Trump, but no Ron DeSantis. That's, well, we had we had DeSantis earlier. Yeah, though. that's well, he was mentioned like one time during the story. It, it, it wasn't really a DeSantis thing, but that's is that's kind of a bad sign that like our our litmus test for for different news stories and minor discomforts and everything is is Trump involved and is Ron DeSantis involved? Right. Like that's that's kind of where we, we need landed. DeSantis. But anyway, so I've got five of them for those of you that don't know and you're not familiar minor discomforts is the part of the show where we talk about the headlines that didn't quite make the top three we list off these headlines we each pick one and we briefly talk about it so are you ready for your minor discomforts number one biden claims there are 54 states number two oath keepers trial witness Stuart rhodes urged trump to stay in power by force Number three, FCC commissioner calls for a TikTok ban. <laughs> Number four, Oathkeeper thought Electoral College was where politicians get educated. And number five, Trump pushes supporters to become poll challengers at unhinged Iowa rally. So much. This is so much. You said Biden thinks there's 54 states. Can we read them again? Please. All right, I can read them again. Because I'm going to take Y'all ready? the red flag. Biden claims there are 54 states. Red flag. Oathkeeper's trial witness Stuart Rhodes urged Trump to stay in power by force. Red flag. FCC commissioner calls for TikTok ban. Red flag. Oathkeeper thought electoral college was where politicians get educated. <laughs> Trump pushes supporters to become poll challengers at unhinged Iowa rally. Minor red flag. I'm going to go with... Um, TikTok ban. Why do you want to ban TikTok? What did they do to you? I think it's... um, I think TikTok is okay. You just say that because we have a TikTok. Yeah. (laughs) And you're in charge of it. Yeah. But um, what's the issue? Like... So, let's bring this up so people can see it. I've met some really good people on TikTok. The U.S. government should ban TikTok rather than come to a national security agreement with the social media app that might allow it to continue operating in the United States, according to Brendan Carr, a commissioner at the Federal Communications Commission. A string of news reports this year about TikTok handle, TikTok's handling of U.S. user data has left Carr with little confidence there's a path forward, he told CNN in a phone interview Tuesday. Perhaps the deal... CFIUS, which is the Committee on Foreign Investment in the United States, uh, ends up cutting, is an amazing airtight deal. But at this point, I have very, very difficult time, or I have a, a very, very difficult time looking at TikTok's conduct, thinking they're going to cut a technical construct that they're not going to find a way around. Uh, so instead of... I love all of our TikTok followers. I'm 100% okay with a TikTok ban. Really? I give a fuck about TikTok. It's a company that's run by Chinese interests, and we're giving them too much access and too much influence over the the youth in this country, in my opinion. I don't think there's there's... I don't think there's enough regulation around TikTok, and TikTok seems very... Um, 
like they 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 just don't want to kind of work with us on that, and so I don't, I'm not okay with a foreign interest having that much control. Get, get just be done with it. After this show, I'm gonna show him one TikTok that shows why I want to keep it. <laughs> I'm but, not saying there's bad TikToks out there. There's a lot of TikToks that are, that are hilarious. Oh, there. there's bad ones, but like I said, Ooh. there's a lot of TikToks that are hilarious. Go check out our TikTok if you want an example. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're good. They're funny. You learn from a lot of TikToks. Mm-hmm. But behind the scenes, as far as user data and foreign interest, I just, yeah, I'm okay with it being gone and done with. Don't get rid Even of it. Even though we have a TikTok. Right. We do have a TikTok. But. Yeah, I'm okay with it. It can go away. I don't give a shit. Nope. I want it here to stay. There you have it. There you have it. All right, I'm going to go with... Golly. I mean, we can go with Biden. We can... We can. That was my second choice. So, do you have the computer sound? Go ahead and mute the computer sound real quick. So this is another classic um, Biden had an old man moment. So this is from was it Newsweek. Yep, Newsweek. Mm-hmm. Let's zoom in a touch. Bring this up. Okay. Go ahead and unmute the computer. Let me know. Let me know if you can hear this. Ready? Oh, can't hear, can't hear that? Okay. Oh, wait. You got the thing muted on the side. Oh, 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 oh. Try it again. Still can't hear it. Okay. okay. Well, that's fine. We can fix that. We can fix that. Everybody, everybody chill the fuck out. Relax. Relax. I see shit, though. I may have to get up and go over there by the computer. All right. While he's getting up and go over there and talk, well, doing what he's doing by the computer, we're going to talk about uh, Biden. So, we already talked about the age limit. If this is another old man moment, might be in some trouble, guys. But uh, what happened? I was seeing if you were hearing it. I heard nothing. Yeah. This is premium content. Nope. Don't hear nothing. Nope. Mm-mm. Whoop. Nope. <laughs> This is so funny. Nope. <laughs> no. Damn it. I don't know. That's come out of the TV, that ain't it. No, we don't need that. We need to come out of... What do you have set as the, the actual audio? This one right here. I don't know that, but like, what is the actual? Is that green? This one. Let me go to the settings on your green here. Uh, let me show you something. Finna learn them some. No, that's these. Oh, blue. What's that? Let me say, select Roadcaster Pro Chat. That's what I had just a second here. I just had that. You said you couldn't hear it. I could. 
brother man. There it is. I did that. I didn't hear it at first. This is bullshit. Hey y'all, we're back. And we're half sound now. Alright. This is a bullshit. <laughs> Alright. So God damn it. I left my mouse up here. So sorry for these technical technical difficulties. Difficulties. I'm back. Why is this? Why are words hard? Anyway, why fucking words? <laughs> fucking words. All right. Wait. Change the thingy. Okay. You got the volume control. You ready? Yep. All right. Let's listen to this. Everybody, shut the fuck up. They're still determined to eliminate the Affordable Care Act. And by the way, if they do, that means not a joke, everybody. That's why we were defeated in, in 2018 when they tried to do it. We went to 54 states. The reason is people <laughs> didn't realize that the only reason anybody who has a pre-existing condition can get health care is because of that Affordable Care Act. All right, Tobias. <laughs> How do you feel about Biden saying there's 54 states? I don't know what the fuck map he's looking to hit. <laughs> Dude, I got nothing on this guy. Like, he's done a lot since he's been president. He's done a lot of good since he's been president. It's getting, it, I can't, he's too fucking old. All right, I've said it a hundred times before. At 75, there should be a cutoff. Not just for president, for Congress members, for fucking Supreme Court justices. All of them. All of them. At 75, get them out. All of them. Because they stay in power and they live a good life, but they'll make bad decisions. Um, it's I'm, not even that. It's just at I'm a certain now, point man. you have mental decline. You cannot run a country, a society, an economy when you have mental decline like that. I'm with you, man. And honestly, most people have mental decline well before 75. I'm with you. But... 75 should be the cutoff, in my opinion. I mean, that's just... I mean, the dude said there's 54 states. Has there ever been 54 now states? Now, let's, let's, let's try to defend him real quick. Because we did that last time he had one of his fucking senior little moments. So we have 50 states. Um, if, you, if you count Puerto Rico, that's 51. What else is there? Um... <laughs> Canada? We can't, I don't know. Close he, enough. I, don't, I mean, he may think Canada's a fucking state. I don't know, but I don't. Let's see. Uh, let's just type in 54 states. There's 55 U.S. states and territories, apparently. Let's see. Let's take a look at it. Again, we're trying to, we're going to try to defend him. Right. There are 50 states and five territories. Is this all of them? Yep. Let's see. God, why would they set it up the damn website like this? I'm not even going to show y'all this website because it's a fucking travesty. So, you know, we have Alabama. The American American Samoa. That's two because I already said Puerto Rico. All right, that's 52. Uh, Guam. Guam. 53, I guess. Uh, hey, there's Louisiana. I know where that's at. Hey, don't 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 tell people about Louisiana. <laughs> it's bad enough we're a part of this shit anyway. <laughs> oh, 
Port, there's Puerto Rico. Puerto we already Rico. said Puerto That's Rico. It. Wait, Rhode Island? Rhode Island's a state. I knew that. It's not a territory. It's a state. <laughs> okay, so this... One, two, three, four. And we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. One, two, three. Wait. Am I, is my brain not What's working right? What's going on? One, two, two three, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Thirteen times four is um is fifty two. Thirteen times three. four? It is 52. Is, is, and plus these three is 55. So, so what, what are we doing f- wrong? What are we doing wrong here? Are we crazy? Virgin no, is Islands? Us- is that on there? Yeah. Okay, so that'd be 54. So there's still one more that we're missing. This is usually the point where I would apologize to our audio listeners on the podcast. Right. I feel like I should apologize to our YouTube viewers as well. <laughs> we're trying. We're, we're just trying to figure this shit out. South Dakota, Puerto Rico. We've already got Puerto Rico, Rhode Island, South Carolina, Oregon, Oklahoma, Ohio. Oh, here it is. Northern Mariana Islands. Mm. Marlana? Mariana? What is that? Is that an I or an, or an L? I don't know. Here's the thing, though. Uh, <laughs> you didn't fucking campaign for health care in those other five places. You did not. Okay. I guarantee you, you did not. So, still, for him to say we went to 54 states, and even then... Even if he did go campaign there, they're not states. There's only fifty states, Joe. Only fifty. I'm still, I'm still in in disbelief that I didn't know Rhode Island was a state. You didn't know Rhode Island was a state. I knew it, but it's like when I saw it, I was like, "Wait, guess who Rhode doesn't Island? get to be president? Who? That guy." Hey, <laughs> I know now. So I mean, shoot, if he say there's fifty four states, I can say there are forty nine. Crazy, but poor Joe, dude. I'm telling you, man, he's too old for this shit. Poor he's just Joe. he's too old. Poor Joe. All right, I'm gonna read these minor discomforts off one more time. Let people get in the comments, say what they want. Gotcha. Biden claims there are 54 states. Red flag. Oath Keepers trial witness Stuart Rhodes urged Trump to stay in power by force. Red flag. FCC commissioner calls for TikTok ban. Red flag. Oathkeeper thought the electoral college was where politicians get educated. Funny. Funny. <laughs> That's over here. That's funny. Uh, and then Trump pushes supporters to become poll watchers at unhinged Iowa rally. Minor so red flag. Y'all get in the comments. Either talk about the shit we talked about or talk about one of the other ones. I don't give a fuck. Yep. It's time for Tobias's thoughts. Uh-oh. Oh. Hit your chimes. Wait. There it is. Yeah, hang on, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Do it one more time. There's your thumbnail for Tobias's thoughts. All right. Yeah. So, for those of you that are not familiar with Tobias's thoughts, this is where the camera goes to the black guy and the this one right here, this mic for the white guy. Oh, it's muted. Okay. We don't listen to the white guy. We don't give shit what the white guy has to say. <laughs> Uh, but this is where we go over to the black guy, and he talks about whatever the hell happens to be on his mind. It might be politics. It might be race. It might be religion. It might be superheroes. It might be fucking aliens. I don't know. Whatever he plans on barbecuing that night. I don't give a shit. Mm. Whatever. Whatever he wants to talk about, that is what we talk about. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Tobias's thoughts. All right. So 
just gonna reiterate right, what we was talking about earlier as far as adulting and finding our happiness and finding your way in life. Like through life, man, we go through so many changes and so many different variations of what we want to be, what we see ourselves as. You know, like it's kind of like that college stage that we all go through of changing majors or let's go dating aspect of well we like this type of one when we like this type of people or we want to hang out with this group it's just we tend to learn who we want to be as as time progresses and so all i'm saying is give people time to change give people time to figure out who they want to be i'm still figuring out my life i'm still trying to make the best possible decision i can for me but I know who I am as a person, but I'm just trying to find my path in life. And so people, you need to understand, like, don't judge people about what you see them as. And don't forget, people can change, man. People can change. You say, well, a few years ago you were acting like this, man. But today I'm acting like this because I saw the pain that I caused or I went through pain. So I am different now. Adulting is so important because we go through different things that we have to figure out who we are. Like we were talking about earlier, when it comes to like the things that we do now, like sports, video games, some of us didn't have those video games when we were growing up. When it comes to taking vacations or drinking alcohol, some of us didn't have that luxury. Some people didn't have the luxury of eating a good meal every day. So now we cook big meals and stuff like you don't know. So it's like, stop judging and allow growth to happen. Like be that person that can support that person that's trying to be something in life. So all I'm saying is, man, love one another, support each other, learn that it's okay to mess up. It's okay to, to find flaws in each other, but learn how to be better. I'm good. There you go. There it is. There it is. Um, yeah, you're talking about changing as you get older. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was a point, I'll say it, I don't give a shit, I'll tell people, everybody right now, on the internet, y'all get ready. Intranet? On the internet. Um, there was a, a point not too long ago. I mean, obviously it was before you and I met, because had I still been like this when you and I met, we wouldn't have this show probably, but uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that I was racist, but I was far less tolerant of uh, black people in general Um, because of where we live, you know, the way I was raised. And I know my mom listens to this podcast. She's going to get all upset thinking that all I I didn't raise you to be intolerant, whatever. It's not your fault, mom, relax. (laughs) But just the, the overall, not just through my parents, but the overall upbringing that I had, and the fucking place that I live, you know, being here, um, it made it. I was way less tolerant and understanding of as far as black people, where you know where black people come from, what their struggle is, that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, nowadays there's still shit that black people do that piss me off. Mm-hmm. You know. But I look at it now as more of on an individual level, like, oh, he's an asshole or she's doing this and that's not right or whatever. But I mean, there was a point in time several years ago where I would, you know, some some black person would do something that I don't agree with. And my mind would immediately go to, 
fucking black people, you know? Um, and you know, I'm fuck. I'll say it. I'm proud of myself. You know, I got to a point where I can look more at the individual and, and rather than the group. Um, but that's to your point, fucking people grow, people change, you know, uh, I can still call out stupid shit when I see it, but I understand that it's not a, you know, a skin color thing. It's just that person sucks, yep. you know, because guess what? Some people suck. Right. That's how it is. Um, and let me tell you something. You know, well, yeah. Y'all might get mad at him for saying that, but you got to understand black people do that shit too. We're really <laughs> bad at that shit. We will see, like, we'll see white people doing something. And we'll say, damn, white people crazy. We do that shit too. And so for, for him to come out and say that publicly, you're going to judge him for it or you're going to think of him in a racist aspect. But we do oh, yeah. that same shit too. I already know and that's pe- so people are going to I already know so people are going to call me racist for saying that. That's, and that's so fine. I understand. Up, I get it. You're going to say that I'm racist and that's fine. That's uh, so messed up that he can say publicly what he used to do, but then you do the same thing right now but still call him racist. Yeah. Bro, like, like what I'm, are we doing? I know I'm not racist. He knows I'm not racist. That's, he that's, loves that's, that's good enough for me. I don't give a shit. Right. Like, I don't, I don't need, if y'all want to call me racist, that's fine. I really don't give a fuck. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, again, like I said, it wasn't that long ago. Sometimes with certain things, it takes people longer to grow than yep. other people. It just, yep. that's how it is. Um, and, Especially where we live, I mean, we're what around seventy percent black here, as far as our, our when population. I said, when I said last week, like it feels like we're like ninety something. It feels like ninety percent <laughs> black. It does, but I think we're about we're we're about seventy percent black here where we are, and so because there are more black people here, just fucking numbers. There's more stupid black people here doing stupid shit. And so it's really easy, especially here to get, especially when you're younger and, you know, you haven't gotten, you haven't mentally matured yet. It's really easy to mentally go to a place where it's like, well, I see a lot of black people doing this. So that must be just some black people shit. And it's not, it's not at all. Um, But again, because of, where I was raised and everything like that, it, you know, took me a little, a little while to get to the point where when I see a black person doing some stupid shit, I can separate, mentally, I can separate that from other black people. Be like, no, that's just an individual. That's some stu- that's a stupid person doing some stupid shit, not a black person doing some stupid shit, you know? Um, and it depends on where you're raised because I was raised in a situation where I interacted with more white people than black people as mm-hmm. far as like my middle school me too and I interacted with way more white people than black people <laughs> <laughs> because like I went to Herndon you know so did I and so that's in Blanchard if you don't know what it is it's, no that's not in Blanchard Herndon is not in Blanchard thought it was in Blanchard it's in Gillum same direction no <laughs> something they are quite a bit apart actually <laughs> it's like, like right there like you have here we I'm go. A, I'm gonna do this opposite so that. Well, no, I guess it's yeah. Okay, so you have Shreveport, right? Blanchard's like right here, right? Right. Gillum's like up here. 
Gillum is further from Blanchard than Blanchard is from Shreveport. Then what the hell was I doing? I don't know. Now, a lot of people, a lot of people that grew up in Blanchard went to Herndon. Mm-hmm. So as far as your interactions with other students there, it felt very Blanchard. Mm-hmm. I will say that. Um, but yeah, it's up in Gillum. It's up in like a fucking cornfield somewhere. <laughs> Fuck, tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> but no, you're not. But yeah, but yes, yeah, so I went to Herndon as well. So it just depends on like how you're raised, man, and your surroundings. Because uh, there's people that are surrounded by people by races or a certain group of people that don't believe in this or don't believe in that, and so that that tends to play a part in who they are. And once they kind of figure out who they are as a person that can separate themselves, either they can go with it or go against it. So it's just. Like we said, a part of yeah. growth, you know. Yeah. So. And and when we say, or at least when I say growth, it doesn't always mean growth in, you know, the right direction. Right. Some people grow to be less tolerant, mm-hmm. more racist, more ignorant. Right. Um. You know, it's just one of those things. If somebody has become more ignorant as they get older. Use it as an opportunity to become less ignorant as you get older. Right. I mean, you gotta. You have to understand not all white people suck, not all black people suck, not all Asian people suck, not all Hispanic people suck. Um, what's another one? Pacific Islanders isn't right. that considered a separate Middle Eastern? All that kind of stuff. Whatever. I'm gonna say this, and I hope if it don't your sound local racist. gas station is ran by a fucking Pakistani person, it doesn't mean they're a terrorist. Right. Look, I hope it don't sound racist when I say this. Well, but half the shit I say sounds racist on face value. So whatever, go for it. <laughs> I want a Asian friend, only because I don't think I have an Asian friend either. Honestly, only because I don't understand as much as I want to, as far as their culture. Because you know how if we, you get an Asian friend, we have to get them on this show. Yeah, so they but, can give their perspective on stuff. Because I want as a, as a person that sees everyone as equal. I want to be able to make sure that I'm not stepping in some te- in some territories that's offended to yeah. you. And I can never learn that if I don't, you know, interact with you or get, have a conversation. Like me and you, when we have conversations, you get a better understanding of how black people react to some things. Yeah. That's why and, a lot of times I ask you, I'm like, hey, right. you tell me how you feel about this. Right. Because I don't have the opportunity. Like, listen, he's pretty much my only black friend. I've got... <laughs> Uh, there's a girl named Sabrina. Hopefully, I'll see her later today because I'm going to, uh, like, you're going to, like, a church practice thing mm-hmm. after this. I'm going up to LSUS for a debate tournament. Right. I'm going to see a lot of people, like, a lot of <laughs> debate people I haven't seen in a couple of years. Um, hopefully, she's there because she was on the debate team with me back in the day. Um, but, yeah, other than you and her, I don't have any black friends right now. Right. Uh, there was a guy named Jordan back before I met her when I was in my bar hopping phase mm-hmm. that I hung out with a lot and I always messed with him. I always told him he was the whitest black man I knew. <laughs> Probably still the whitest black man I know. I don't know. I hadn't <laughs> seen him in a while. But uh, he was he was a black guy that was born and raised in Blanchard. Right. You know, he wasn't born and raised in the inner city like a lot of black people. He was born and raised in this fucking one-horse town, one red light. When it got a fucking pizza hut, people lost their shit. Like right. this country-ass town. And so, you know, I've, I've messed with him a lot. But, but yeah, I don't have a lot of 
black. You're you're my window into the black community because I don't have very many black friends, you know. And it, it just helps us to understand each other's culture and things like that. That's why yeah. I, when I say I want an Asian friend, because like I respect every race, religion, whatever. But like to have an understanding and to be because let let's just say I traveled to. A country, and I'm trying to understand the language, but I don't understand it because I wasn't taught. I was taught by a computer, and I say something that's offended, offensive to you. I don't know any better, so it seems like I'm being an asshole. Right. So I rather <clears throat> learn from someone who is from that culture or some, know some language you know? where the word for friend and the word for you know the n word right is very very similar right in that language and you mess up and say the wrong thing right and it you know doesn't mean you're a racist you just made a mistake so yeah i just think we should be able to learn from each other it comes from adulting like when you can reach into yeah. other people's bag and to pull knowledge from that to add to your brain to to spread to your kids because you know that that reminds me of something and i, I may be in the minority when i say this go ahead okay but you know, you see posts on like Facebook and shit sometimes mm-hmm. where like this little white boy, this little white kid hugging a little black kid. Mm-hmm. And the caption is something like, you know, racism is taught. It's not, you're not born with it. I think it's the exact opposite of that. I think you're born with racism. You think so? Because inherently, when you see a person that is different than you, you immediately, walls go up. Mm-hmm. I think it's just how it, I think. It's just how it is. It's 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 you know biological in our brains. Shit that's different from us is a threat. It's our it's our animalistic nature. Um, it's not. Doesn't mean you're a racist if you're like a young black kid and you see a white family and you're very leery because they're white. They're a different color than you. It doesn't mean that you're racist. It's just by it, it, in my opinion, I could be wrong, but in my opinion, it's biological. I think the ability to grow out of that and distance yourself from that biological racism, let's call it that, let's call it biological racism, Mm -hmm. I think that you can teach people to be Mm non-racist. Now, racism can be taught. Uh, I think if you're raised by people that are very racist, it prevents you from growing out of that biological racism you know, that internal, they're different from me, so they must be a threat mentality. Um, but yeah, I think you have to grow into tolerance. Put that shit on a t-shirt. Yeah, I disagree with them. You disagree? But, but I understand you think it's the You think you're yeah. born with no racism whatsoever? I, I believe... Racism might not be the right word because I'm saying, like, if they're different. It's just a so curiosity. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, You know, it's kind of like... It's kind of like... Um, Basically, science. We don't understand. It's certain things that we don't understand with science, so we're yeah. leery of it. Now, until luckily, we get an understanding. You've then, been you know. coming around mm-hmm. basically since my son was born. Mm-hmm. Like you're not a, a different black guy to him. Mm-hmm. He's seen you enough. You're you're just tea, right? He loves tea, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but I think there's a lot, lot of instances where you know you have a white person who doesn't have any black friends. Mm-hmm. And so their kid grows up not really interacting with black people. Right. And so when they first run into black people, they're just like, they're fucking different. That scares me. Right. 
you know, I need to stay away. That's why I'm saying, like, I think at that point, they have to learn either through teaching or through maturity, just growing up in general, whatever. That people are people. And stuff. They're still yeah. people, yeah. you know. I'm with that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's it for Tobias's thoughts, everybody. And that it means that that is it for the show. Um, thank you for watching. Thank you for sharing. I keep kicking my goddamn camera. I'm not going to be able to make any shorts because my camera's going to be shaking the whole time. No, I'm kidding. Um, <clears throat> if you're watching on YouTube, normally we would move on into mailbag after this. But again, we're going to skip it this this episode. We'll pick it back up next episode. We've got places to be, people to see. He's got somewhere to be in 10 minutes. I'm pretty sure he's more than 10 minutes away from that place. Yep. Um, I've got somewhere to be about an hour ago. So, <laughs> um, uh, But still, guys, send in your questions, comments, topics concerns uh, to any of our social medias or a YouTube comment for everyone else that's not watching on YouTube. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for sharing with a friend. Thank you for listening to the ad. That's how we pay the bills. Um, <laughs> but everybody remember it's okay. To disagree. Yes, it is. We can disagree and still respect each other. We can disagree and still love each other. If we keep that in mind, boys and girls, we won't solve the world's problems, but we will shave some of the rough edges off until next time. Bye-bye. All right, shall we out?